is Mr. Nanny, rated PG, starring the famous Hulk Hogan. This hilarious story is about the famous, very muscular wrestler who is lured into babysitting for a pair of real mischievous children, forcing him into constant situations that are so degrading to his manly and strong public image. The comic action is continuous throughout this one-and-a-half-hour farce. This show starts at 7.30 p.m. nightly for one week only, and with a Sunday matinee at 2 p.m., for which the admission is only $2, as a new Main Street special. The evening shows are regular admission for adults $5, children $3. Enjoy Mr. Nanny with a tum of the best popcorn in the world by real Reedsburg butter, and be sure to laugh at his wonderful new comedy this week only. Thanks so much for calling Badger Theater. Thursday, 10, 15 p.m. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You've got like, you've got like blue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. You notice, folks, you notice how this, what this show is like. It, this is not a show. This is called a bacchanal. <laughs> an orgy of talent. Then... An orgy of talent. No one's guessed yet. I don't think where that soundbite is from. I don't think. Anyway, before I get into things, you just heard Pantera with Mouth for War. Vinnie Paul, Pantera drummer, died. Uh couple days ago, very sad, 54, one of the greatest metal drummers of all time, or drummers period of all time, before that, Grinder Man, Palaces of Montezuma, before that, Southside, with I Feel the Groove coming on, and before that, of course, a little song called Angel Witch. By a band called Angel, which from an album 
which let's check it's also called angel witch oh jeez all of which can only mean one thing hello and welcome to the goddamn dave hill show with me dave hill the pride of cleveland approachable stranger and vice secretary of the mike bossy fan club Highland Heights chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm beyond adequate. Thank you so much for asking and thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show coming to you live each and every Monday night within reason from right here in Formica Enhanced Studio A here at WFMU, home of the hits. <laughs> Located right here in the sweaty, sweaty bosom of glorious downtown Jersey City, New Jersey, home of the all-you-can-medically-tolerate shrimp. Anyway, as always, we have an unstoppable program in store for you tonight. My dear friend and reggae expert, Mr. Greg Wands will be stopping by to challenge me. And you, dear listener, with some of his favorite reggae hits. These are, as, as anyone who's been listening regularly, regularly, Lee, knows, I'm, this is my reggae year, wherein I attempt to get into reggae. It's going okay, but um, I'm trying to fast track it with Greg's help. And so he'll be down here in a little bit playing uh, some of his rare reggae seven inches. It's going to be quality stuff. Fear not. It's not going to be any like Sunday in the Park brought to you by Citibank reggae. It's like the real thing. I'm not saying I'm going to let him play play it if I don't like it. I might flip out him. Anyway, that's going to happen in a bit. And then later... In the 10 o'clock hour at some point, comedian Eric Bergstrom, who's been on Comedy Central, Colbert, so much more. He'll be swinging by for Radio Good Times, and who knows, maybe even more reggae. I don't know. As always, I encourage you to give me a call, 201-209-9368. My lovely and talented secretary, Machina Feidenberg is out recovering from a botched cosmetic procedure once again. Danny D, you know, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. On house arrest again. So jumping into the breach, Mr. James Fernandez, a.k.a. Dez, who I just met one of his dogs, Pippi, I believe, if I, unless I didn't get that right. And I stepped. I was trying to. Is it Pippi? Yes. And within seconds, as anyone knows, Des, I am a dog lover. Yes. However, I uh, and wouldn't I feel, know it. I feel awful. You wouldn't know it because I rolled forward to pet Pippi, and then rolled. Is it a boy or a girl? Pip's a girl. I call her Pip just to. Toughen it up a little bit. I rolled on her foot, I think. Yeah. 
Maybe I'm not sure it actually happened, but if she's anything like my dog, even the idea of it happening would be enough to cause a yelp. Yeah, but she's fine. She's fine. I felt really bad about it, though. You did, we though. didn't get off to a great start, but I feel like we we recovered quickly. She built a bridge right away, got over it. Yeah. We could all learn a lot from Pippi. This is true. Um, as always, Des, I encourage anyone with internet access to go to the chat room at WFMU.org where right now sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Danny D, Lilith 21, Miss Sim, Ken from Hyde Park. Uh, the list goes on and on. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram and all that at Mr. Dave Hill, at MR Dave Hill. Snapchat, all the all the social medias, does. It's at Mr. Dave Hill, at MR Dave Hill. Trending everywhere. Yeah, it's wild. And then, um, find out when I'm coming to your town. I'm going all over the world this summer. Sounds like it. Go to DaveHillOnline.com, my popular website on the internet. What else did I want to say? Something cool. I can't remember. Rate and review the show on iTunes. One star. No, five stars or one star. Nothing in between uh it it's it's supposed to be good for uh the, the glands i think among other things i'm told they say i'm told were you a pantera or are you a pantera fan yes yeah so that's sad Dis- Vinnie paul disappointed to hear that doesn't sound like it was as tragic as his brother necessarily well, no but uh but uh very sad to lose man down yeah so a few times great shows Mm-hmm. Amazing shows. One of the few bands I would say actually that I didn't know who they were before they got on stage, and they were one of my favorites by the end of that opening set. Yeah, I put them in the category like whether you like they to me. You know, it, I think any any really great band I think transcends their genre, and we, we you know, we go see Barry White, right? Which I, I've seen him. I saw him a couple times. Lucky. And you just, you just, uh, you don't even have to know it. I was already a fan, of course. But, um, you just go and you're like, oh, well, this is incredible. Yeah. And, um, you know, on and on down the list of different artists. But Pantera was one of those bands where you just go, oh. (laughs) These guys got something going on. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, very sad. Saw them open for Skid Row. On yeah, the, on, that, on the vulgar display of power tour. That would have been a, a great time to see them. I saw them a couple, at least. Well, no, let's think. I saw them play with Megadeth. Okay. And White Zombie on that tour. Okay. On that album, Vulgar Display of Power. And then since saw them many, many times after that. I never saw any, him and any other band. But uh, amazing in Pantera. Um, so maybe we'll jam some Pantera later in between the reggae jams. Sounds like a good Are you idea. ready for the reggae? I've been waiting. You can, this has been going on now for a few weeks, this, you know. It's happening. The reggae era. Um, I think I'm honing in on the kind of reggae I like. And when I say like, that you can, that's a strong word. Yeah. No. Um, I'm gonna, since you're in here, is that, hopefully people will know if you get put on hold, it's just because, uh... We, we're just going to throw you right on hold, then throw you on the air. So, um, gosh, we have a lot of, lot of, what else? So many matters to discuss. 
But uh, let's take some of these calls so we unclog the, Get the right pipes. Get 201-209-9368. We have 78,000 calls on hold already. Not really. Call. I mean, there are a lot, but... Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Oh, jeez. I'm sorry, who's calling? Hello, who's calling? I'm sorry, who is this? The key of F. The key of F? Yes. That might be your best answer That's yet. solid. This is Ing-, Ing Dave, the pride of Bensonhurst? The scratcher of Bensonhurst. The scratcher. How do you, What do you mean? Because it's getting a little hot, hotter? No, because my psoriasis is getting worse. Ha, ha, ha. Two drinks. That's we're not laughing at your psoriasis. We're not not we're not not laughing at it. <laughs> well, I'm laughing. If you can't like you gotta laugh. Yeah. Am I gonna cry? Yeah, you don't cry. You can do a little. You can't cry with blepharitis. Well, I can't anyway. But physically, you can't or or. I can, you... but it burns like hell. Oh jeez. <laughs> Doesn't it sound it? It's like a cold bath, maybe. Uh... So, uh, how are you besides uh, better than average? Oh, oh, I don't have the button on. That's right. That, and that, so now he can hear you. Me, I, I'm pretty good. I would say I'm, be- I'm saying I'm better than average for me. You know, I had That's a good, good um, past week or so. How, I'm not high. If you're wondering, you're not high yet. That's the problem. It's still early. Do you have any? And can you get it started? Not encouraging, but not discouraging either. <laughs> it sounds like you are. I might be. There's a difference between encouragement and request. Yeah, those are two totally different things. Yeah. Well, I have it right here if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. I think f- it seems to be a good uh, trend. By the way, yesterday, you know how the, the Pride Parade was in New York yesterday? I had heard that, yeah. And they I've moved heard. it. I was very grateful for this. They moved it to go right by my apartment. That's pretty sweet. Nothing yeah, like a parade so, that you can watch from your window. Yeah, so I didn't have to uh, go far for it. I did step out and really... But I thought it was going to be... I was like, oh, man, it's like going to be... Well, it's always going to... I mean, it's, that's the whole idea. Yeah. Is yeah, that's where the pride comes in. Yeah, it should be flaming if they're doing it right. Let it fly. Let it fly. You know, don't hold back. But um, I I thought I was like, oh man, it's gonna be crazy, and um, but it wasn't. It was like because in past years, people are like passed out on my front steps and mm. stuff, and then this year was not like that really. You think the crowd is maturing a little bit? The no. Here's what I think. <laughs> I think because it was closer to my apartment, as it sort of diffused uh, the blocks further away, which I used to be further away from it, that's where people pass out. Okay, stuff. that makes sense. So now, since I live right along the route, there weren't people passed out. But then I took my dog for a walk after it was over, once you know things were really calmed down. Mm-hmm. And then it was like mayhem all over the yeah. <laughs> And I smelled so much more weed than I've ever smelled anywhere in my life. Like It's a bold statement. You've been around. I've been around. And it was like, it was just so much weed. Um, you would have loved it. It's my point, Ing Davis. You would have loved it. It was your, your people. 
He's stoned. I'm laughing at that. Can you tell he's stoned since? I'm not yet. You 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 got you you're not stoned since you last spoke. You mean last week? Mm-mm. Like of two course minutes. I was since then. I mean since you spoke like before I started giving my Pride weekend update. I didn't smoke anything today. Oh, you haven't smoked yet. Okay, because your laugh just then suggested. Might have that perma bake laugh. Yeah, from maybe. the years of smoking. <laughs> How years. many? How many years have you been smoking weed? Forty years? Thirty? Forty. Forty. Mm. I had to do without for months at a time. Why? Well, I had a girlfriend who uh, was a drug addict and an alcoholic, so I decided not to get high in front of her. That's fair. Well played. It's nicely done. Did you have to sneak it, though, when she wasn't around? No. Okay. I got used to it. Hmm. But it done no good. Nah, so Didn't help. Still took drugs and drank. Yeah. What are you going to do? It was a solid effort, though, ain't Dave? Oh, Dave, did you have your phone out on the plate? Did I what? Have your phone out. My phone out? What do you mean? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> yeah. No. Pictures, video. I did take a couple pictures. I, t- I got a nice shot. There was like a uh, a rainbow made out of balloons. Just one? Uh, it was one. Well, at there was a lot of rainbows, of course, but they had this like a big arc of balloons. Sort of like a, a mid- midway point type of thing? Over the spanning the roadway, you mean? Yeah, it was okay. pretty cool. So I was like, oh, that's, that's nice. And then uh, I took another shot after that. But yeah, I didn't go too picture crazy, you know. There wasn't uh, I was I, I didn't watch that much of it, but it was mostly just you know people having fun and yeah, stuff. There wasn't anything like dancing their way down. Totally the crazy that I saw, but I'm sure there was. But I I I was I was maybe outside for 20 minutes of the day. Kim's niece went. It was actually her first trip into the city. Uh, she's 14. It's for her first trip into the city unsupervised. Her and a couple friends took the train in, and yeah, it sounded like it was at least during the day. There was sort of like a I don't want to say a kid's zone for it, but they kept it kind of tame, it sounded like. There's a more wilder things happening elsewhere. Yeah, sure. it's sort of, yeah, it seems like the they don't have, like, the topless bikers. It's getting family-friendly the these days. on bikes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, that that's what I think they were called. I'm not calling them that myself. Um, But uh, what else? Yeah, mostly, and then the Pride of Hoboken, Bill Dolan came over and... uh. We we had some drinks, some pride uh, themed drinks. Pride with the pride. Yeah, yeah. We just they weren't really pride. We were just drinking. Really. Yeah, because cool. it was so loud in my apartment. Yeah, that I was like, there's literally no, nothing else can be done but sitting here drinking. You can't <laughs> do anything else. Yeah, than give in to the good times. Um, when you hear a bong hit or what? Yeah, yeah. I think we're all waiting for that. Let me give a little. I just got some bong water in my mouth. Yum. You got bong water in your mouth? Yeah, it sucked too hard. Wait, you got it? Uh, really? That can happen? Yeah. How do you get. You say, so. Might be a small bong, right? A little handheld? No. Nah. This one's pretty big. How oh. big is it? Uh, 
I'd say around 15. 15 inches. Yes. So does your does your mom ever raid your room and be see your bong and be like, huh, this isn't how I raised you? No. He, he she understands it by now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> rolling joints in front of her on, on the kitchen table this week. Really? That's pretty sweet. Wow. More comfortable than on my bed. Yeah, it's true, yeah. She didn't mind. I love it. Times are changing, Mom. Yep. Isn't it going to be legal soon or not? Or is it legal? I don't even know. There's no, legislation. only medical. That's true. Sure the medical stuff is is around, but yeah, it's coming. Canada, you can get... It's legal starting like, what, October? But yeah. it's been like over a year now, I think, where... You just go there, and there's stores that sell it anyway. Then they had just, something just got sort of voted in or approved just recently. Yeah, yeah, they finally like sorted it out. But then the mm. stores were already there, like Up and running. fully, fully rocking. Nice. Yeah, Nils will be psyched with jazz cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> jazz cigarettes. <laughs> Hopefully, Nils will call. Him. Nils was telling me he has a new job. Sweet. And he has to get up. Like five o'clock in the morning on Tuesdays, or maybe every day. That's a bummer. Better call soon. So he says, like, he can't really listen to that much of the show anymore live. Listen, yeah, listen to the archive. And, uh, or the podcast. You know, I can feel spiritually, I'm feeling it. He's always around. Yeah. But I got uh, some advice. What? Don't drink any bong water. It's well, okay. Solid. That's reasonable. I'll the aftertaste is really bad. I could see that. Mm. Let's, um, Ing Dave. Move along. 20 minutes. Okay. More bong water in 20 minutes. Yeah, I'll get fresh one, too. All right. Excellent. Bye. Bye. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. Is this Scott. Scott, formerly of Otisville? Yes, it is. Scott, who Scott came out to see uh, me. I did Claire O'Kane and I did a show in Huntington, Long Island, on Friday. Nice. That was great. Scott was kind enough to come out. Yeah, that was fun. Good time yeah, had. Yeah, good time. Yeah, met some of your friends. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they had a really good time. Kathy's still uh, she's still riding high from that night. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun one. Good yeah, times. It yeah, it was. Unfortunately, the the rain uh, made things difficult later on, but it was fun. Yeah. Gee. Well, thanks for coming out. I couldn't miss that. It was a lovely time in Huntington, Long Island. What's yeah. going on? What's going on with you now? Tonight, uh, Monday. I uh, today I was working on a farm. Hmm. Um, I uh, I'm really into growing tomatoes. And uh, at my cousin's retirement party, uh, this woman came up to me and she said, I hear you're that guy. And I'm thinking to myself, like, well, I was maybe 15 years ago, but, uh, and then she says, uh, yeah, Pete said you gave him the to his tomatoes. And I said, oh, that's what you mean. And uh, I said, yeah. And she says, well, I have a farm and I have a farm stand and, uh, you know, it's just me and uh, I'd like to see, uh, you know, what you know and come on down so i uh, i went down there yesterday and uh she had me pulling weeds all day mm. uh, and then i went back there today and uh we're gonna start putting tomatoes in the ground tomorrow 
pretty excited about that. Nice. We're going to be uh, focusing on heirloom tomatoes. I love it. How long are they going to take to grow? Uh, some will mature in 60 days. Others will take up to 85. Do you have to do a lot of work, like maintaining it as they're growing? or um, you just well, show? Has a, this is a, a farm that's been around since the 30s. So they have pretty good irrigation in place already. They got mats down for to, to keep the weeds out. Uh, she just needs me. I'm going to build a big trellis system to uh, to tie all the plants up. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is pretty exciting because when I was inside, uh, my buddy Mike came to me, and this guy he's brilliant when it comes to farming, and uh, I had an opportunity to grow stuff. So he. Uh, he said, okay, we're going to do this, and we're going to get this, and we're going to get this. And I said, Mike, I want to focus on tomatoes. And he says, okay, yeah, but we're going to get this, and we're going to get this. I'm like, Mike, you're not hearing me. I want to focus on tomatoes. And, uh, we had a, an interesting time, but we eventually uh, we eventually got a lot of tomatoes in, and I learned really good how to, how to grow tomatoes. And uh, I kept telling him, I really want to do this. This is, I want to, I want to learn how to do heirloom tomatoes, all the different varieties. And uh, so a couple of years I focused on that and, uh, and got good at growing tomatoes, and now I have the opportunity to actually put it to work. Nice. That's rehabilitation That's, personified. I love it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm totally psyched. This is, uh, this is, uh, it's amazing. She just, you know, well, here, here's, your, here's a farm. Go ahead. Go to work. Excellent. Yeah, she, um, she was in a car accident. 1998 a really bad one and uh, she's it was a long rehabilitation time so uh, she really could use somebody to help out and uh, because I don't need to do it for a living because I'm doing the drywall I can just help out for now until we can get things going and, and start making money doing this nice yeah yeah I'm, uh, I'm pretty psyched and we're both on the same page. We, we both kind of want to do the same thing with this. So it's, uh, it's working out. Excellent. Well, we look forward to uh, tomato delivery. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You can take that any way you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty pumped. As well you should be. That's the, this is the best tomato-based news I've heard all week. At least. Right? Kudos. What is an heirloom tomato? That's the ones that are like uh, oval. Well, heir- heirloom is uh, a term that where the seeds are, are handed down from generation to generation. Oh. Um, what you get is you get an exotic-looking fruit or an exotic-tasting fruit or one that um, has a high yield or you know the, the, these different types of seeds and they protect the the uh, the species. And keep you know keep the seeds crop after crop after crop and keep passing them down because there's there's heirloom eggplants there's egg, heirloom squash heirloom broccoli um, you know heirloom is just a term for you know a, a protected type of seed that's that's generated year after year. I love there it. Are, there are companies um, like Seed Savers Exchange out of Iowa. Um, they have a catalog of seeds that I mean any plant you want and then there's 30 40 50 different varieties of it and these are all heirloom varieties now i want well, there BLT, you have it now i want a blt sandwich or something i don't know where to start something mayo well scott 
I could honestly, not that I want to uh, get away from ramen, but I could, I could see a, a vegetable-based segment coming fast and hard out from you. That's uh, I, yeah. When you're ready, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to get some material going. I got to plant some seeds, let them grow. Literally. Yep. Experiment. Exactly. Excellent. Well, I, uh, I tried tracking down a cloak, but that didn't work. A cloak. Well, we can cover that later. That's that's off air conversation. Fair enough. Um, but uh, we'll be in close contact. I I'm gonna play some jams and then get uh my reggae expert down here. Can you give us a call back later? Absolutely. All right. Thanks, All right. Scott. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Scott and I have a plan. It involves a cloak. Ooh. But I it would blow the whole thing if I let him explain it on air. <laughs> I'm intrigued. It'll be discussed in private. Okay. Let's, um... You know what I want to do? I think it's time. I haven't done this wildly popular segment in a while. This... Do you know what this music is? I think so. Today in History. Yes. It has been some time. It's been some time, and then... Dave Windorf is coming on the show in a couple weeks. It's a nice tease there. Yep. Is he involved and in the cloak? He's not. Okay. That's that's not a bad idea though. That but can... he he had said um said oh can we do today in history and I was like we haven't done today in history in a while. So I thought I could practice okay. and then we'll do it with him. It'll be a different date. But today, which is to say June twenty fifth. Thank you. 2018. On this day in the year 524, the Franks are defeated by the Burgundians in the Battle of Vezerance. And they wouldn't shut up about it. I don't know. The Burgundians, what are they? Uh, French? And the Franks as well, no? They're both French. So this is like a county squabble. Oh, man. On this day in 1741, Maria Theresa of... This will blow your mind wide open, right out your butt. Maria Theresa of Austria is crowned Queen of Hungary. How is that even possible? Whatever happened to promoting from within? They get an Austrian to be the Queen of Hungary? Isn't it Austria... Isn't, wasn't that one, one nation at the time? Hungary, I think, came out of Austria. Okay. I'm guessing, though. It makes a lot more sense your way. Okay. Guess confidently, though. I guess that's the, tr- the lesson there. On this day, in 1741, Maria Theresa of Austria... Oh, I already said that. I started reading it, and I was like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Let's move ahead. As soon as I said Maria Theresa of Austria, I was like, wait a minute. You've been here before. It's been a long day. On this day in 1913, American Civil War veterans begin arriving at the Great Reunion of 1913. It was all-inclusive. You get a soup and salad plus entree. And all you all you can drink Chardonnay for $13.99. So this would be the 50th anniversary of, of the, the Civil, Civil War, War, I guess. Maybe? 
No, it couldn't have been that, because 1913 was about 50 years after. I'm going to need to run a check on that and the thing about Austria. Okay. Because what, they'd be seriously old. They'd be old at that point, yeah. More, more like a boring reunion of 1913. But on in bigger news, well, more recent, I shouldn't say bigger. On this day in 1984, Prince releases his most successful studio album ever. A little album called, can you guess it? That would, uh, it's uh, Purple Rain there, Purple right? Rain. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there. There you have it. Let's, um, let's play some jams. Let's get some jams locked and loaded. And then we'll get, um, we'll get our man, reggae expert, Greg Wands down here. He's exciting. It's going to be intense. Though it's going to be reggae. I'm looking forward to seeing you learn as we go. Yeah, hopefully I have the capacity for growth. I believe in you. Thank you. All right, we'll be back here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Here's some non-reggae jams before we get the reggae jams. You just heard here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show program thing, White Denim with their new single, It Might Get Dark. Before that, Deep Purple with Fireball from the album Fireball. One of the greatest... Deep Purple always... They had a lot of great album covers, but this one might be my favorite. It's all the band members, and they're all, they're, all their heads are in a fireball. And then the sort of tail of the fireball says fireball. And it also looks like a giant sperm flying through space. So it really ticks a lot of boxes, I have to say. Um, I feel good about it. Alright, I played this band last week, Church of the Cosmic Skull, and I really dig this record. Science fiction. So I'm going to play another jam by them. A couple more jams, then we'll be back with Reggae Expert. Greg Wands, who will be coaching me through my year where I attempt to get into reggae. I'm not sure how it's going so far, but hopefully Greg can change that. Oh, hello. You just heard Paul Weller with Peacock Suit. Before that, Violation Wound with their hit song, Goon Squad. Before that, Church of the Cosmic Skull with Go By the River. Here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Coming to you on WFMU. Home of the Hits. East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope in New York City and Rockin' County and 91.9 FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org. The number here is 201-209-9368. Give us a call about everything and nothing at all, won't you? There's more action music. 
But as we move into the 10 o'clock hour, I'm very excited. A few weeks ago, when Joe Perra was on, we, we decided that this year should be, you know, once my birthday, which was June 3rd, and you can still send me stuff, whatever. Who cares? Um, would be This would be my reggae year. A year or two. Stop fighting reggae and its many possibilities. You know? Just see what happens. So helping me along the way. I played, I think, a few reggae songs since my birthday year started. But tonight, I have a reggae expert joining me. His name is Mr. Greg Wands. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Dave. I didn't, I didn't play any reggae. Li- I guess I could. We should just kind of like... Hang on a second. Mm. Do just uh, we'll get. See, I should have done this from the start. It's right, just to kind of warm the room up a bit. Yeah, so yeah. people would people tuning in would be like, "Oh, reggae is you put them in the, here. You put them in the yeah uh, in the headspace. Reggae. We'll get them there. Well, you know what you're doing. You're doing some nice work on the board there. With some echo outs and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that's very reggae. Yeah, but this a lot of dub, a lot of dub in there. Reverb. People love it. It's big. Though it's big it effect. starts to like go hit, hit a frequency that uh, it gets in the middle of my brain and drives me insane. Okay. I didn't even intend for that to rhyme. Yeah, but you th- did. here we are. You're that good. One of the greats from way back, but mm-hmm. now they say that. Um, you've brought how? How long have you been into reggae? Because uh, you don't. Let's be clear. Yeah. You don't um, have any like reggae. You don't have a reggae look about you. I don't. I don't. Which you don't isn't required. I don't think. It's music is a universal language. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I did, yeah, I mean, it, it, it looks a little sort of, uh, you know, incongruous. I started uh, playing reggae when I first started DJing, which was about 20 years ago. I had a very good friend who's from Antigua. And one of the first gigs Ooh. that I had, yeah, playing uh, playing records was actually with him in a sound, in a reggae sound system. Now, what is a reggae sound? That's a PA system? It's a PA system with a lot of uh, bass bins, a lot of speakers. Um, and you you basically have you know two turntables and a mixer and a ton of speakers and you're just playing parties, and they also have what, what are called sound clashes where you have sound systems that square off against one another to try to competitive. out out reggae each other. Yeah, it's a or competitive. You hit like a low freak. Is it meant to so you soil, soil yourself with reggae? <laughs> if it goes really well, the reggae jams are hitting and you're just if there's enough if there's enough low ends. Yeah, you know, ideally. Ideally, there's not a, you know, dry set of pants in the house. If it's done right. If it's done correctly. I went to see Bootsy Collins years ago mm. at Wetlands oh, in Wet- New York City yeah. over there. Oh, yeah. Since closed. And he was, mm. he and the other, and um, who else? Maceo. Oh, he had all, yeah, everyone. Bernie, Maceo Parker, yep. Bernie Worrell. Yeah. 
and they were playing at these low frequencies that were causing people to have to go lie down mm -hmm. because I think they thought maybe uh, they were going to unleash something. <laughs> that can, you can so, manipulate sound to do all kinds of things. Is that what happens with the reggae sound system off? I mean, they, I, that's not what they're called. The, well, I mean, you, you can just have a party where you're just playing records and you have the sound clash is the more competitive that's thing where you have fight. different sound systems. Yeah, the that's reggae, more of a, fight. <laughs> reggae fight. Reggae fight. Where exactly do these right. happen? In, in Jamaica? All over the world. I mean, they originated in Jamaica. A lot of, um, in fact, a lot of, uh, like, hip-hop culture, which sort of started in New York, for all intents and purposes, a lot of the, the background on that, the history of that, comes from the whole Jamaican sound system culture. So it really, you know, it's permeated a lot of different music over the years, different genres and things like that. But, I mean, reggae now is, is worldwide. Uh, it's all over the, I mean, it's, it's all over the globe, really. Well, yeah, it's you here know, in Jersey City It's tonight. here in Jersey City tonight, that's exactly right. And if it goes well, mm. I could see playing in my apartment tomorrow. I think that would be great. Do you have enough low end in the apart in your sound system? I, I mean, have. You, you, you got you, you want you want everything really rattling. Ideally, you don't want you want your furniture moving around in the house if if possible. I have one of those iPhone docks. Uh huh. I'm not sure if that'll cut it. I, I have some other like little computer speakers. I, I think okay. I have a thing for the TV. Like maybe if I can find a, a reggae channel on the Music Choice, you could do that. I can't remember if we've had this conversation. Do you have a Do you have a turntable in the no, house? No, no, don't. This is sacrilege. I know because a lot of people think that you know they think for whatever reason mm -hmm. that I'm like some guy that has a, a turntable in a room full of vinyl stacks. Uh, you, I mean, you're a, an accomplished musician, so I could see One that. of the greats. Yeah, I'd say so. However, I, I don't have room really. Like, I, and don't get me it's wrong, a, it's I have a, a palatial it's a big apartment. But, um, I mean, because that's the, re I ask because that's the ideal way to listen to. You to know. reggae jams. It really or is. Or any jams, Any really. jams, really. I mean, analog is kind of the way to go if you I'm, can. I'm but with reggae, of, it's a lot of... I'm thinking, I'm I think I'm gonna get a record player. Actually, since I started this show, people send me record like vinyl all the time. Right. And then, you know, one of my bands, Pain and Doll, we just our album came out on vinyl, and I, yeah. I, the irony is I have no way to listen to it. Well, I'm told it's great. Well, you're on it, so, so I can't I did, imagine. It I did be. listen to it at your house once. I, I was going to say we actually did a little, yeah, a little sound test mm -hmm. um, at the house. It's just you know, I mean, it's it's a nice way to treat yourself like a gentleman. Yeah. Well, on that note, mm. you've brought some of your favorite reggae selections. Yeah, I just brought a grip of forty fives that we can go through, and it's different different eras, different sort of sub genres of reggae. I'll give you, I'll try and give you a little bit of a, you know, a smattering of. of well, that's everything. I, I was talking to a guy yesterday over, you know, Graham Fowler, the store oh, yeah. over there? Of course. On 10th Street. Harry over there, he was playing some reggae jams. Mm -hmm. And Harry's like a, you know, a, a British mod guy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, he knows what's up. And I was like, hey, what's up with the reggae jams? And he's like, well, this is rock steady. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, a lot of different... I don't know all the genres. Well, it's it's different subsects of sort of what you would term reggae overall. So you've got, yeah, it's ska kind of kicked off and then went into rock steady. Ska was the first 
reggae, right? That was and sort then of the they started predecessor getting... of reggae. And then when it, Rocksteady kind of came after that, and then it started going into, you had sort of, you know, like what's termed roots reggae. Um, that moved uh, into, let's see, you know, dance hall, um, lover's rock. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, there's there's been all kinds of, you know, uh, metamorphoses, I guess, of, of reggae as a whole. Um, but, you, I mean, what might interest you, you know, you're a rock musician, and you had... One of the greats. One of the greats. I mean, no one would dispute that, and yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anyone try. But Some might, you know. Well, you never yeah, know. You know. Someone trying to take down the king. <laughs> you know, come to the king, you best not miss. But, uh... There's a lot of there's a lot of um, crossover with reggae. There's a, there's a big uh, West Indian population uh, in the UK, and a lot of I mean, if you think of the Clash, if you think of a lot of those bands that started out from sort of a punk aesthetic, incorporated a lot of Jamaican sounds, a lot of reggae into that mix. Sure. You know, I brought a couple of records tonight that we can play a you know a fun game with to do a little bit of the lineage. A so, fun game, a, you said. A fun Yeah. Well, let's play. You have. You have one, a record queued up on turntable. That's right. We're going to go to turntable two. Okay. And just start jamming reggae. Perfect. Do you need to what do you need to set this clip up at all? Like a movie? What is this that we're about to hear? This is a it's a song uh it's an artist called uh sorry, it's an artist named Delroy Wilson. The song is Better Must Come. There's an inter- I love it already. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh it's an interesting tune. There's an interesting history if you want to go into the history or you can just, you know, let it off and we can hear it. Well, and and as I warned you, mm-hmm. on the way if I don't like it, yeah, we have to turn it off. Yeah, it's like the gong show in here, right? For this for this the purposes of this. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you know, you can gong at any time. We may gong it. Yeah, up All to right, you. here we go. Sure. Reggae expert. Enthusiast. Let's let's go there. For the purposes of my show. It's a lot of pressure, but I I know more than Reggae you do, so expert. as for Okay, yeah, I'll take it. Okay, here we go. I'll take it. Oh, do you can hear the vinyl? Yeah, a little crackle Starter. in there. A little crackle in there. It's nice. Oh my god. There we go. This seems good so far. Yeah. I've been trying a long, long time, still I can't make it. Everything I try to do seems to go wrong. It's a little upbeat. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's, you know, it's not too upbeat. Well, it's still got that backbeat. It drags. Oh, that's the thing about reggae. The, the backbeat drags it, so it kind of grounds the sound. I like when the when the reggae when it sounds like someone's just been murdered. Though. What kind of reggae is that? Uh, that can be a variety. Uh, there's a lot of Roots records that kind of can sound like that. Um, Do you know what I mean? Dub like records. It sounds like something 
horribly wrong has just happened. And, and okay. there's blood. Someone's got blood on their hands. Ah, yeah. Okay. Well, we, there, there, there are a few of those in the in the stack as well. A few of those kind of records. We can we, we can we can jump around a bit. But I like this because this sounds like everything's fine now. Mm-hmm. But someone could potentially get murdered. It could go wrong. It could go wrong. Yeah. Which no, I is, hear you. I, what 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 I would call the reggae sweet spot. Okay. Yeah, I can see where you're going with that. Yeah, it's really it's a it's a mini splendored uh, uh, genre, you know. What is that? What's that? Did you hear that? The drum fill? No, like some. Was that the vinyl? Oh, it might have just been the crackle of the vinyl. No, nothing's going wrong. It's it's all it's the way it's supposed to be. It seems like it's okay. I'm not saying we're doing it right necessarily, but it seems like on any reggae radio I've ever listened to. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, uh, the DJ talks a lot over the music. Yeah, there is a bit of that. There is a bit of that, actually. That's, uh, part of the, that's part of the, the sound system culture. There's a lot of, a lot of when chat that go goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot yeah, of that. I'd be good at that. You'd be good at that. You get some so, air horns in there. So I like that. What is, okay. who, who is that again? That was, um, uh, Delroy Wilson is the name of the singer. Better Must Come. Quick, I'll give you a quick bit of uh, background on that, historically. That ended up being a record in 1972. There was a, um, the... Uh, Wait, what was the song called again? I realized I didn't update the playlist. Better Must Come. Better Must Come. Yeah, Delroy Wilson. What does that mean, singer. Better Must Come? Well, that, that's the interesting thing about the song. I'll give you a quick history on that. In, the, in 1972, the uh, election in Jamaica between the uh, JNP and the, um, sorry, the JLP and the PNP, a guy named Michael Manley was running for the... Who's the JNP? Uh, no, sorry, the JLP, the Jamaican Liberation JLP. Party. JLP. Right, Jamaican Liberation Party. And then there was the People's National Party, the PNP. The PNP. A guy named Michael Manley was running for the PN, on the PNP ballot. And he sort of essentially co-opted that song as a political anthem because the idea being that, like, Better Must Come, being that, you know, it was, uh, like, sort of a, a socially conscious song for, for you know, social improvement. Delroy Wilson actually wrote that song uh, out of frustration at not having charted with his music up until that point. There were, there were a lot of, uh, at that point, there were some other more successful uh, acts that were charting, that were selling records. And that for him was actually that. So it was a very personal record, but it got co-opted by the, uh, the uh, political party and, and ran on that platform. And largely, uh, there's speculation that that largely actually won them the election, that song. So, you know, power of music. And reggae jams. And reggae jams. What do we... What's the next reggae jam? The next reggae jam is a record called uh, You're No Good. It's by... Uh, I love it already. I, well, you know, I think it's right up your alley. This one has maybe a little bit of murder in there, that, that murder you were craving. Give it a shot. Um, Cornell Campbell is the singer. Cornell Campbell in the, um, is a beautiful vocalist, but throw it on him. Well. 
I should say, if the listeners want to weigh in, yeah. Oh, it's. I'm yeah. gonna give that last one, Delroy Wilson. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Okay. Yeah. Which is not to say it's a B plus. It may be an A plus song. I'm saying for my internal yeah. reggae barometer. Okay. So um, the number is 201-209-9368 if you would like to weigh in on the reggae-ness of it all. Yeah. This might be already. We're only like five minutes into this. Ten minutes. Yeah. Might be the sickest reggae show of all time. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. On the goddamn Dave Hill show? I mean, I'd like to think so. Well, on this, sh- this is the best reggae episode I've ever done. That's, oh, yeah. Otherwise, what are we doing here? I mean, I love your company either way. It's not that, I don't want that to come out too harsh. No, I mean, there is, um, there is a vastly superior, there's the reggae schoolroom. Yeah. Here on WFMU, which is... That's oh, a real yeah. reggae show. Oh, no, that's, yeah. No, that's legitimate. I mean. Now, me, I'm just a guy from the suburbs of Cleveland. Oh, wait, that's not reggae. It's not. What the hell? It's not. Okay, jeez. Okay. Though part of me thinks right. maybe we shouldn't play reggae in between playing the reggae. You know, like a palate cleanser. Maybe so. Maybe. To maybe when we're not. Throw, sometimes yeah. you just can't reggae all the time. Yeah, you don't want to get too, you know. You know, monotonous. I mean, okay, in terms of that, if it's not a big reggae crowd in general, this is good. Okay, this, this is strong. Yeah, just like a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like you're just gonna go, hang on, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. You need anything? Right. Uh, yeah. This yeah, is good. get this me uh, one of those red stripes. Yeah, that's yep. That's a reggae drink, a beer. It's a it's a Jamaican beer. Yeah. What's the other one? Lion? Some some the lion one? Um. Red Stripe definitely. Also, uh, interestingly, Guinness, uh, but not Guinness Stout. It's Guinness. Guinness makes a. I think it's a lager, and it comes in a bottle. It's in a long neck. Ooh. Somehow that's that's big in uh, Jamaica for some reason. As I'm well. going to Jamaica. Are you like it's booked already, or now you just off the off the strength no, of this episode? No, it's happening. I have to go to a wedding in, oh, in Jamaica. Jamaica. Really? Yeah. Okay. So. Depending on uh, how this reggae phase goes, I could, by the time that rolls around, mm-hmm. I could be super psyched. I'd like to think or of it. It could be a one way ticket to hell. Well, let's not limit it to say, saying phase. You know, I feel like it's maybe part of just My a, a larger, a larger musical, well, a larger musical appreciation and growth. You know, I mean, it, there are a lot of sweet spots with the stuff that you play and listen to with, uh, you know, um, with reggae, with Jamaican music, so this could go really well for you. I feel good about it. Okay, I feel great. All right, here we go. This is—you just told me, and already I forgot. This is uh, Cornell Campbell. Cornell Campbell, voice of an angel. That's right. The record is called "You're No Good," and it's got a little. I think maybe maybe this goes well for you. Okay, here we go. This yeah. is uh. Oh yeah, I yep. love that crackle. Mm-hmm. I can it That's gets me in sexy, the reggae zone. Pretty sexy. Yeah. I think I'm a Oh jeez. Oh yeah. It's coming in hot. Oh you know what? I know this song. Do you? You're no good. 
Because this one, someone could definitely be, have just been murdered. Yeah, no, it could Probably go. not, but, you know, that's the hope. It could be. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you're, if you're angling for, for murder, we can, we, can go, we can go in that direction with you. This one's without any money. You broke my heart. I guess this one sounds more like a love song, not so much like someone's been murdered, which again is always the hope. You're no party that I'm gonna have mm-hmm. you're invited thank you do you want me to do you want me to play records for it you could DJ at it okay yeah I'm into that this is gonna be happening this is it okay yeah and it's gonna be uh like while the lights are gonna be off just people wandering in the dark listening to reggae okay I might, like a, might have like a lamp on or something. I'm not sure yet. Okay, yeah, maybe some maybe some some low lighting. Oh, we have someone calling. I think about reggae. Let's see where we're at. Yeah, that's a really good one. That'd be fun. Yeah, no, I, I dig that song. That uh, that's a good uh reggae song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see uh, James, who is that? James, come. Let's get James in here to weigh in okay. on the reggae as okay. well. Yeah. Because James, uh. James. There he is. What's there he the. Is. Vi- you're in the field. Uh. You don't have to move. Oh, you, yeah. Get. get Pull out your next hit. There we go. Doing? How are you doing with. The, how do you think the reggae is going, James? I think. I think the Dave Hill show has turned a corner and we're. We have a Wait, I hit. I gotta hit a button. There we go. Talk again. I think the the goddamn Dave Shill has turned show has. Shill? Wait, has, what? Whoops, has, has turned a corner and uh, in a in a good way in, or in a bad a, way. In a good way, I think. What's the react? I'm trying to keep up. You know, not that I'm I'm swayed by what people say in the chat room, but right. what's the is it a pro reggae reaction or anti reggae reaction in the in the chat? I'd say overall it's pro, but it's it's. It's undoubtedly enraging a few people. You know, some people are just, you know, 
if they're not in, they're not into it. So you're not gonna some people you'll never get. But I'd say overall, it's pro. You know. Yeah, I think you're in good shape. Okay. Yeah. Should we uh, let's? There's a call on hold. We'll see if it's a reggae-based call. Oh, well, we you're, should take it either way. Greg, you're you're welcome to. Hello, hello, you're on the air. Hi, Dave Hill. It's Dave from before. Who's calling? This is uh, Joe from Carteret. From Carteret, New. That's yeah. in New Jersey. That's exit twelve. Exit twelve. Beautiful this yeah. time of year. You're on with me, <laughs> really. Des, and reggae expert. Greg Wands. So much pressure. Are, I love reggae. Nice. You love reggae? Welcome. Yeah. Are you enjoying this reggae-centric portion of the show? I am. It's very fitting for the mood, you know? Yeah. Exit 12. Very. Cut loose um, with I some reggae. I have a question for you. Yeah. My, my friend got bit by a tick today. Should, should he go to the doctor? Bit by a tick? Yeah, tick on him. Oh, it's currently on his person? Did it get in there? It, it was, yeah, he pulled it out from inside. Ooh, he was, that's... He was munching. The tick so, was munching in there. I would... That's too late. It sounds too late well, to me. But hold on, though. Is the... Is the yeah, it, I, I, that's what I said. Is it... Did, did Was it a clean pull, or is the... The head head still in there. The trick, because you're supposed to actually corkscrew the thing out. If the head stays in, then the damage keeps going. Oh, oh I don't, I don't, I don't know if the head stayed in. Where did it bite oh, him? After he, uh, behind the knee. Mm. Right behind the yeah, knee. Yeah, they like that spot. You want to watch out for if like a big ring, like a bullseye, yeah. starts spreading around it, then you're in trouble. Yeah, yep. that's true. Okay. This but sounds you, really you bad. A blood test, maybe. I think that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lyme disease, the the thing that makes them allergic to meat. Yeah, that's, that's right. Crazy. Wait, you can get allergic to meat from having yeah. been bitten by a tick? Yeah, yeah it messes man. with you. Wait, so come close to the microphone. Sorry, okay. Uh, yeah. Don't go crazy. No, no, no. Sorry, there you sorry. go. I gotta find that balance. Perfect spot. Yeah, there's. I have a friend who has that where it's. Yeah, you you your yeah, throws your body off. I guess the enzymes that digest meat. Something. It's it's yeah. it's wild. I didn't know about this. Just do I heard thing. about it. Crazy yeah. stuff, man. I there was just some, they always like in movies, in like romantic comedies and stuff. Like a dog will have a tick on it, and then the guy, the handsome guy, will be like, "Don't worry about it. I I just put some oil on it, and he gets the tick off." It's been been in like nine different movies, and then the girl's like, "Wow, he uh, he's a caring t- sort, isn't he?" Sure. Nurture. And then they pour. Uh, they um. I'm sorry, what was your question? <laughs> Should he go to the doctor? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, he, yeah. I would go to the doctor. Yeah, it's time sensitive yeah, to, to you. As soon as possible. He's, he's going to the doctor. Yeah. Oh, he's right with now. you, he's with you now? Tomorrow. Not right now. The doctor's closed. He would have to go to the hospital, and that's a hassle. Yeah. So you don't want to deal with that. Go to the doctor tomorrow. This that could be a life-saving measure. Go though, early though. I go mean, early though. You want to catch go, it. Go early, yeah. It's time early. sensitive. It's the it's the Lone Star ticks tick that gives you the meat allergy, the red meat allergy. The Lone Star tick is hot tonight. The Lone yeah. Star tick. Lone Star tick. It's the deer tick that you get limes from. Yeah, right? watch out for the Lone Star. Correct. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, we had those growing up. It's no fun. 
started Man. painting a school today. What's that? I started painting a school today. Painting a school? The yeah. walls? Like, what sort of painting are we talking about? Going in the classrooms, touching up the profanity that's written on the walls. Sure. Yeah. You know. Kids. What sort of school that, that is this? Carteret's rough. Carteret? Is it rough? That's what they yeah. call it. Carter rough. Nice. Do, do they really? Yeah, that's, they do. Yep. That's a thing. They do. Yeah. Right. Well, when school's in session, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind uh, going out there and giving those kids a stern talking to. You could be like a yeah, like a scared straight type of thing, Dave. Yeah. That would be good for you. Oh, that's a good I'd, fit. That'd be cool. Cool. Do you want to end up like me with the Freeform Radio Show? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to get it together. Radio. Great. Do whatever. Talk about stuff. Play some music. Cautionary tale. Do, 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 you know? Sure. All right. Well, thanks yeah. for the call. And um, cherish cherish your mo- last moments with your friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wishing uh, him the best. You had a nice run. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, Dave. How are you? Really great. Who's calling? It's Mac from Massachusetts. Mac Happy from Monday. Massachusetts? Nice. Hey, Mac. How are you? How are you doing? Mac. You're, you're, you're hey, on Des. with me, Des, and reggae expert, Greg Wands. Yeah, Greg is like the Boutros, Boutros Gali of reggae Wow. in dealing with you. He's a peacemaker. He's trying to, to find a middle ground, and frankly, Dave... I don't think it's going so well. Uh, Hey, I need to hear it. Which aspect? My reggae appreciation? Or or your reggae appreciation? Or Greg's choices? No, I think Greg is doing a stellar job. That's what I think. Um, I think... Here, Dave, can we try something? Yeah, I mean, if this... I mean, whatever it takes. All right, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. No, no, please. used to it. But can you say, please... With some feeling, Rastafari. Ooh. Oh, Rastafari? I'm not no. gonna gonna drop into some reggae patois. Is that's it? Right. Yeah, that's. I don't that's right. think you're Very gonna good. get that out Very of me, uh, because uh, I I maintain full Cleveland wherever I am mm. at all times. Reppin'. Let's be clear. Yeah. That uh, doesn't make you unable to say Rastafari. I know, but I'm not gonna pretend that I'm some jamaican guy no i'm not asking you to i'm just kind of asking I, you to say the word well i said Rastaf- some... rastafari uh, okay you're asking other... me to like kind of inject some uh like i'm from jamaica or something which no no it's no, no, well no, no, documented no, no. i'm from the right, suburbs Judge, of cleveland here's the, I, please don't take this as a criticism but i don't and greg mm. you can maybe back me up on this but reggae and jams those two words they kind of don't go together, Greg. Oh. What do you think? No, you can you can you can you can use jam in there. You can use jam. It's not it's not inappropriate. Well, I think jams right. just refers to any any stone cold music, man. Jams, right. like you can put on Brahms, and mm-hmm. that's jam. Yeah, if I mean, it's if a good a, Brahms jam. Yeah, that's where you're going with it. Sure. You know? All right. Okay. All right. That's on me. In the broad definite. Listen, don't beat yourself up about it. No, I mean, come on. I mean, I, you know, I I take umbrage with certain words the way they're used. Like, Mm -hmm. so I I can respect that you might not like the idea of reggae music being called jams. Like, I don't like 
when people use the word chill as an adjective. Yeah, I know. I hate it. It enrages me. I'm chilling? Yeah. No, no. That says the verb. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I got you. I probably wouldn't use the word at all. Mm-hmm. But jam is your jam is your word too. Jam jam is your word. So I mean, that's allowed. I'm not going to restrict that. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question though? Sure, Greg. This is for you as well. Yeah. Um, I put it up on the uh, the chat room board, and uh, I got no answer. But here's some reggae trivia: In which U.S. state did Bob Marley temporarily reside? Mm. In which reggae state? No, in US which state. U.S. state. Oh, I guess I hear what I want to hear. How, how Sorry, would you define... You got, you got reggae on the brain. How would you define reside? Hmm. Uh, temporarily. Oh, I think... But, I, he, li- but, he, but he lived there. The an- this answer is lodged somewhere in my brain, but I don't know where. I have a guess. Go. Well, I'll let... Oh, yeah, let the host. I, I, let the most. Uh, uh, Akron, Ohio. Mm, no. So close. <laughs> it is kind of close. Greg? I'm going to say New York. No. no. Okay, I'm off. Of, of all places, Delaware. Delaware. Interesting. Yeah, apparently, I guess he moved up there and some relative was working at a car plant outside of Wilmington, Delaware. Okay. It's in Marley's biography. Anyway, oh, okay. so there you go. Hmm. Dave, good luck. Keep keep the jams coming. I, I really hope you kind of get converted. I'm one to talk because I got into reggae through the Hooters, so what are you going to do? Hey. Okay, Any you really you buried the lead here. Any way you get there. Through the <laughs> Hooters? Yeah. I don't even have time. We're talking about the w- the wing to establishment. Get into all that. Or no, I know. Is that what we're, uh, we're we're talking about? The chicken wing establishment, or no? Or is that what? No, no. The the, the Hooters, the band, all oh, the, the ha- zombies. Oh, and, okay, all right. Uh, what was the? Oh. And we danced. No, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, it's you know, it's you can find uh, traces of it uh, all over the place. Yep. All right. Well, good luck, guys. Thanks Thank a lot you, for taking the call and. Rastafari. Oh, there he is. I, I, I put a little, a little reverb on that. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's sexy. Thank you. Um, well, let's take this call. Let's play another jam. Then mm-hmm. we got to get Eric down. Eric is in the building. Correct. That's my understanding. Yes. Mr. Eric Bergstrom. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Oh my gosh, it's an actual woman. Yes. <laughs> is this Carrie from Brooklyn? It is, yes. Thank you for calling. What's happening? I'm glad I I'm glad I used chill appropriately, you know, when I said Dave Hill and Chill, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's, that's a appropriate. Verb. It's when p- someone's like, Hey, do you want to go to this bar? It's really chill. Because mm, right. my answer to that is always gonna be no. Right. Because <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere with someone who uses I, the word chill as an adjective. I totally it, agree. It's it's I, I've loosened up a little bit on it, but I used to have like a draw a real line in the sand mm-hmm. with it. But then it mm-hmm. you can't really too many people. I mean, do it's it. real bro, you know. It's it is a bit. It's bro talk, but but enough about that. What's going on with you, Carrie? Well, I'm. I have a little. Um, I ha- I don't. I have a little reggae story. Mm. Is there such and thing was, as a little reggae was, story? Mm. <laughs> we'll find out. I was thinking that if you really, you know, if you're on this reggae trip, you should go to Reggae on the Rock. What is that? Which is at Red Rock. I, 
actually check to still see if it still happens because that's where I got introduced to reggae, basically. But um, I'm from Colorado. Um, um, that was my first concert at Red Rock, nice. with um, like without my parents. Huh. And um, I guess they're in their 30th year. It's happening this year on August 25th. Now, in Colorado, wouldn't it be just full of a bunch of uh, bros with like shell necklaces and stuff <laughs> like super sporty guys who are like um like my brother will say um when are you coming back to god's country hmm. so it's like it's, it's god's country i can't even call it colorado colorado but i am gonna just tell you right now it's colorado not colorado it's colorado yeah like rad like anybody who is from colorado will say rado everyone else why is rado and you know right away colorado all right, let's keep moving. What, what else were you going to say? I want to school you on that. Um, okay, so I go to this um, Radio on the Rocks, and I'm, I'm 17, and I never had a drink before in my life. And um, we decided we were going to drink. It was like the last day of the first semester of senior year. And we're like, okay, we're going to go to Radio on the Rocks, totally drink, you know? Um, this sounds sick. <laughs> so we go and we're like, oh man, we don't have any alcohol though. But people will have alcohol. We'll just ask people for alcohol. So speaking of bros, there are like two bros next to us in the parking lot. And we're like, hey, do you guys have any alcohol? And they're like, we only have Everclear. And um, oh, not very like reggae, like, right? Off to a but great anyway, start. I forgot about that one. But, but we're like, okay, that sounds good. What's that? And they're like, it's just like grain alcohol. And I was like, cool, it's like made with grains. You know, so naive. <laughs> so we take this Everclear from them and we don't have anything to mix it with. And um, they gave us some Gatorade packets, but no water. Ugh, worse. So we have, we mix like straight Gatorade, like powder into the, into Everclear and then just like pass this thing around like trying to drink it and it's like painful it's like truly painful and I'm like it's like that stuff you used to wash your face it's like rubbing alcohol it's like what you wash your face with and I just couldn't get that out of my head that it was like rubbing alcohol so I didn't really have um, as much as my two friends but I had enough that like all I know is that suddenly like everybody is running up the hill it's like stampede and that's when they open the gate, and you can stop, like, hanging out at your car and, like, run to get your spot. So people are just, like, running up the hill, running up the hill. And we get there, and um, and suddenly it's, like, everything is wavy. It's really, like, it's really, like, psychedelic almost. Not really, like, a drunk. I don't really know what was going on. And my friend is, like falling down and they're like is that your friend and I'm like yeah and I'm trying to help her and then she's like throwing up blood everywhere Whoa. and so then the the um, cops you know come and like get her and then suddenly she's on a stretcher and I'm like crying and she's like totally out and they have to take her in an ambulance with my best friend in an ambulance like and they won't let me go with her. Like, I begged to go, and they're like, no, you need to. And my other friend who drove me is somewhere. I have no idea. 
and I'm like, at this point, I, God, how did I even, I don't even know how I got home. Start, but start at she, the top. So she, so she, <laughs> probably she drove, and so she, she's off the hospital. I'm like, and say goodbye to her, and then somehow I end up like in the front row, and it's Jimmy Cliff, and um, I just decided like, well, I'm, just, I guess I'm just staying for the concert because, you know. I'll have to get my mom to pick me up or whatever's going to happen. I don't know. And all I could hear the whole show was so weird was his hair. Because his hair was like literally down to his ankles. And it was like swishing. And it was so beautiful. And the wind was blowing. And I could hear his hair the whole show. And that's, that's my right story. You could hear his hair? It's beautiful. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I could totally hear his hair swishing. Yeah. I love that. I think this yeah. is, it might be time for another reggae with that. Let's go into it. Yeah, go into it from Jimmy Cliff. All I right. didn't know where, the, I gotta be honest. Wasn't sure where that story was headed. I thought someone was just gonna puke a lot. And it if ended up lived, with hair, hair swishing. Yeah. Yeah, it came out on top. Yeah. Well, Carrie, thank you for that. You're we're, really welcome. We're gonna, um... He's going to play another reggae jam now. Okay, do it. And uh talk to you guys talk to you later. Call back, call back later. Call you back know, th- you could single-handedly double the female caller quotient to this show. <laughs> it's going to be my goal. Right. We really need to do it cuz uh I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, but that's one other thing about reggae. Like are there any female reggae singers? I don't really know any. That'll be uh, answered in the next episode. Okay, perfect. Okay, what? Okay, thanks for calling, Carrie. Sure, bye. Right, bye bye. I think there's gotta be. Wait, so what's this next reggae jam? Okay, this actually is a Jimmy Cliff record that I just queued up. Oh my god! This is this is kind of what we were talking about earlier the the intersection of different kind of musical styles. So Jimmy Cliff is doing on this one. It's a it's a cover of The Clash's Guns of Brixton. Which Ooh. is a very reggae-influenced record, right? So it's like a double reggae, reggae. Plus, it's, it's like a like a fried Twinkie. Correct. Not really at all. But let's keep going. Plus, there is also there's actually in the lyrics, Two Guns of Brixton." There's a reference to the movie "The Harder They Come," which Jimmy Cliff starred in, which was his big vehicle as sort of like the, an international superstar. It's a great soundtrack on that album. It's a great soundtrack yeah. on that album. So it's Jimmy Cliff doing. The song Guns of Brixton, which was very influenced by reggae and actually referencing the movie he was in. Okay. Work very with that for a minute. Very meta. Very meta. Very meta. And that's on Turntable. That's on Turntable 2. Turntable 2. Little something for our female listener. <laughs> there's there's many female No, no, listeners. I know, I know. Carrie's the one who, you know. There just may not be in. a lot of female callers tonight. No, that's fair enough. The number here is 201-209-9368. Let's play this, and let's get Eric down here. Got it. All right. And then get him down here. We can all start weighing in. And Oh, oh this I like this already. Yeah. A lot of crackle on that one. Oh, Jesus. Too much crackle. Too much crackle. That's not good, is no. it? No. Well, no. It's Hold on. I thought that was just like the sound. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hold on. Bring it back. Bring it back. Oh, my God. It jumped off. I thought that was like the sound. Let's fix that. Yeah, that jumped off. James, can you get over there and fix that? I got it. Okay. 
Thanks, James. Okay, it's ready to. Okay, now we're ready to reggae it. There we go. Is that a word? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Now we're, now we're talking. Someone's definitely been murdered. Yep. You can hear it. When they kick out your front door, how you gonna come with your hands on your head or on the trigger of your gun? When the law breaks in, how you gonna go? Shot down on the pavement or waiting on that road? crush us, you can bruise us, but you'll have to answer too. Oh, guns of Brixton. When the money seems good, and your life you like it well, but surely a time will come, as in heaven or as in hell. See, this is like... Do you think the Clash guys were like, uh, they just got schooled by their own song? Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's like the ultimate tribute. It is, but like, to have you a think cat like that doing it, a cover of your song? It totally is. Yeah. But where were you going with that, though? Um... Yeah, they must have been psyched. Yeah. I just thought for a second they must have been like, wow, we just got our ass handed to us by our own song. That could be intimidating. That could be intimidating. But I, yeah. The Clash is Guns of Brixton, like the, their song is done in the style of the murdery reggae that I like. Right. Oh, yeah. No, and that's now a, that's it's a, even more murdery. Right, right. Big, yeah. Big horn section in the mix. Yeah, this is good. This is the best. Uh, well, I like the I like the Cornell Campbell too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like I feel like I'm get I'm kind of getting. Your, I like all of them in your wheelhouse though a bit. Yeah. Let, let's just throw Eric into the mix. Yeah. Hello. Uh, How's it go? Hey, sorry. Oh, I got to turn your mic on. That oh, one. Oh no. Yeah. Or no, you got to talk. That mic you gotta really talk into. I gotta get real close to it. Mm, like that's this? how that one works. Okay. Yeah. Joining us now for well, let's let okay. We've established we like this one. Okay. Yeah. Let's let this go, and then we'll give Eric a proper introduction. Okay. Yeah. Rather yeah. than just throwing him right into the middle of a reggae jam unceremoniously. I know it's a lot to where I belong. to come in on. And we'll, we'll even ask he, him where he stands on the reggae. Yeah. He seems comfortable. He's not breaking a sweat. I feel quite all. chill, in fact. Mm. Oh. Well. Oh, I could hear everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's pushing my buttons. Well, you know, we're here for that, Dave. You're not Who the only can... one at the control board. I know. You guys are at the con- the control board of the mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't that... want... That was really great. Chill, cool. chill. Netflix and chill. I don't like that. Me yeah, neither. That's yeah. what I'm. It's, I don't like no. that at all. But like, I've, when people like, I don't know, my roommates like, let's just chill and have a beer. That's fine. And I get home. 
That's a it's verb. It's kind of okay, but... I yeah. wouldn't do it myself, but I will allow it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would do the act of it, but I wouldn't describe it as such. Yeah. I would say, do you want to just hang out and have a drink? And that would be, and people would be like, wow, you really nailed it, Dave. <laughs> but let's get... Anything give, else will not stand. Joining us right. now... Hello. Here on the program, the goddamn Dave Hill Show on Hello. WFMU. We have, of course, already... Well, Dez is here, locked and loaded. You're, you're on. You're on. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? We have. We've been here with reggae expert Greg Wands, who has. There's more reggae jams to come. Mm-hmm. And then, joining us now, making his triumphant, seventy eighth appearance on the show today. That's that's an accurate but magic number. Friend and comedian, well, you're you're very well dressed. Oh, thank you for very much. for a medium where we can't see you. Mm. I slept in this. <laughs> oh, there we, there we go. I well, am wearing a suit. No, I, I sleep. I have slept in it, but I didn't sleep in it today. There's nothing like sleeping in a suit. Mm. It is the best. It's a power move. Mm-hmm. It is power move on yourself. Yeah, but Eric, Eric Bergstrom joining us. You've seen him on Comedy Central. You did Colbert pretty recently. Yeah, I did. Yeah, congrats. That was fun. Thank you very much. Um, Hello, how's it going? What are the uh, snacks like? At um, let me see. There are a lot of granola bars that I put into my backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they gave there was a gift bag for every, for the performers, and there were uh, there was. A, Bloody Mary mix ingredients in there. Like everything, everything but the vodka. Wet, wet, like pre-mixed or individual ingredients that you would then mix together. There was like uh, pickled okra, uh, a speci- everything from uh, Charleston, also, which is where he's from, I believe. Oh, uh, there was pickled okra. There was Bloody Mary mix. There was like a liquid, right? And then there was uh, like artisan salt. Uh, then there was some like Charleston chew, but they had, they had like chips and granola bars. Oh, otherwise. nice! Do you a lot of beer? There was beer. Nice. Was good. Did you drink before you went on? Uh, or I, had, after? I had half a beer. Half a beer to yeah. get loose. Yeah, loose as a goose. Get loose. Um, did you have the Bloody Mary? Did you make Bloody I Mary out of the mix? You know, I split that with my roommate, and I wasn't. Uh, I'm not a big Bloody Mary guy, but he loved it. Oh, nice. I don't. I don't drink. Do you drink Bloody Marys often, Des? Not at all, actually. No. Where do you stand on the Bloody Mary, Greg Wands? When get, when you're ready, you can come back and answer. That I'm a question. mimosa man. If I have to do you, brunch, you I'm are? not a brunch guy, but I'm a mimosa man. Sounds like you are. I yeah. didn't see that coming. Oh, if you do mimosa, what? That's champagne and orange juice. Yeah. Or is that a Bellini? Oh, that's a. I think the Bellini has a little something extra in it, as well. Greg, you've missed out. I'm sorry. Yeah, we so need your stance you on, Bloody Mary's? on Bloody Marys. I'm not a big fan of Bloody Marys only because I don't like drinking tomatoes. I don't like, like how salty they are. Like when I wake tomatoes. up, like I, I usually drink like uh, I mean, now I'm having a Red Bull. It's the first one I had today. But like sometimes instead of coffee, I like to drink like Red Bull because it uh, I get dehydrated easily. So mm. like a Bloody Mary just wipes me out. Mm-hmm. Oh lot, yeah, there's a lot going on. I always forget that. I drink almost exclusively dehydrating beverages because mm-hmm. I pretty much well I drink water that's hydrating not to brag that'll 
stem the tide. Drink a lot. So that's hydrating. But then you know, I really only drink tea and alcohol. Other than that, I have no other liquids in my life. Coffee. Yeah, that old coffee. Is, that, that is all tea. Dehydrating. Beer. Booze Beer and coffee is good for you, though. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm contradicting what I just said, <laughs> but I do love beer and I love coffee. It's just not first thing in the morning. No. Well, we'd worry if, if that weren't your first first move out of the gate. Well, coffee. Got to do that. That's Stan. So let's take see what are the, I have no idea what these calls are about, but they've been beeping for a while. Okay. They could be reggae-based calls. Ooh. They could be mimosa-based calls. Mm. Bellini. The number here. They could be a Bellini-based call. Mm-hmm. The number here is 201-209-9368. I'm here. Uh, Eric Bergstrom, comedian extraordinaire, has just joined us. Des is here, of course. And reggae expert, Greg Wands. The number 201-209-9368. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Dave. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hello, is this Danny, the pride of Carney? Well, I'm not. I'm not, you know, I'm in a different place now, but... Yeah, you're no longer... Carney Where are you at? Where are X-Ray Burns speaking to Sunday shows What pride of Carney. What? Well, you asked about Carney. So, those are the three gentlemen I think of when I think of Carney. What, what's going on with you, Danny? I'm loving the reggae. He's listing uh, musicians. Is that what he's doing, or was it? What? I don't. I don't know. I, I could, no. I'm loving. I'm loving the reggae show. I'm loving the education that Dave's getting. Right on. Well, the, that the world is getting. You know, it's the glo- global operation. Calvin in Singapore. Are you there, Danny? Did you, did you just still, have a stroke? No, yeah, I thought. I don't know. Maybe you took a second. Is, are there two calls on now? No, there's no. There's oh, just I you. Know. I heard a weird. Oh, I was putting a call on hold. Oh, okay. Danny, do you know what a Bellini is? It's uh, a good again? question. A Bellini, the beverage. Oh, uh, you're getting. Is that like an alcoholic thing? Because I don't drink. Uh. Yes. But. Uh, Danny, what what is this is call it, about? This is going well. I'm, well, I'm just enjoying the show. I mean, are you going to play Dave any, any Scatolites for Dave tonight? The Scatolites? Isn't that like a 90s ska band? It is. No. No. It's right. like the original ska band. Oh, it is from, oh. from oh, the oh, he's Scatolites. Right. He's right, he's right, yeah. Oh! Yeah. Scatolites. There were a lot of those I just 90s said, oh, bands, like though. I knew, but I didn't. Yeah, but no, I there were a lot like, of those oh, yeah. 90s but I didn't know what ska it, revival bands. Yeah. Maybe we will. So what is the difference between ska and reggae? Horns? Isn't reggae is more stoned? Yeah, <laughs> they, right? well, yeah. I mean, if you you can kind of boil it down to that. That late reggae, there's got a, reggae, it's, it's and a, then they got really there was yeah, ska. Tempo, tempo thing. Tempo. It's a tempo thing. Ska really started out with a higher tempo, and then it slowed down kind of after rock steady, and became a little more that the, the mellow it vibe that you usually. I mean, ska always did seem very up tempo. Yeah, no, no. That's what, ska, ska was, was very up tempo. Depends on the song. Yeah. But ska, no, ska is as a general. You know, yeah. genre was pretty up tempo, and then it kind of gradually slowed. It'd be stupid to have a Harry Potter themed ska band called Escape from Oska Band, right? No, I don't know enough oh, about Harry. That was Potter. very bad. I, I feel like I don't know Harry Potter very well, but I feel like that was a that was strong good. pun, even though I didn't get it. It was good. 
Yeah. Can yeah. We, can, you, you guys seem I excited concur. about yeah. it. Full throttle. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, gotta appreciate a good what would Dave's God band be called? Listen, I, Danny, I need to stop. I feel like discussing ska with Danny D, we're getting into a very dangerous place right now. It feels dangerous. Valley, Valley Scotch? Is that what you would call yourself? <laughs> I feel unsafe. Okay. The, there it goes over the side. Wait, what did you say? Valley Oh, we <laughs> lost him. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened. We l- Oopsie, Hello, you're on the air. We're getting into a very oh. dangerous place right now. Oh, the, this is where someone has their... I think I'm just... We're, they're on hold. No, they're on the air. You're on the air. Now but they're, they're hung up their on. phone is next I to I just the hung up yeah, on Yeah, hi. Hello? Oh, hello. You're on the air. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I wanted to ask your reggae expert about uh, uh, Bob Marley recording in the Bronx, New York, with Jim Norman, and uh, he had tapes that were auctioned off of those recording sessions. Does he know anything about that? I wish I did. I wish I knew more about that. I mean, he recorded... Yeah, I mean, he recorded all over the world. I, I did not. I want to look up uh, a bit more on that now. Jim Norman uh, of the Coasters and hmm? Bob Marley. Hmm. I did not know about that, about those sessions. Interesting. Did Bob Marley always do reggae, or did he, like, like dabble in other styles sometimes? Well, That's they, a good question. They st- when, they, when they started out, actually, they, when he started out as a, as a kid, they had what essentially was sort of a barbershop quartet style. Oh. Um, yeah, it's funny. If so one back, guy was going like... Yeah, like they were dressed in the, the suits, the bow ties, the whole bit. And oh. then Yeah, oh yeah. And so then they it, weren't doing reggae barbershop well, it, it was, quartet. No, 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 no. I mean, it was, it was, it was like ska. It was, it was sort of early, the early sound, so it was sort of very ska-based. But they were doing it, I mean, it looked like the style that they were sort of performing and it was like barbershop quartet style um and then he settled in to what you kind of know you know bob marley as and a lot of that was that was political that was him sort of finding like uh rastafarianism uh and sort of embracing that lifestyle hmm but yeah no i mean he started out he actually did start out with sort of a ska sound i think these recordings are can be found on soundcloud if you just Google the Bob Marley, Jimmy Norman. Maybe. Give it was, a shot. There, there yeah. was a, no, there was a tape auctioned off at Christie's in 2002 for over $26,000. Is of, that right? Of this. Really? This one off in 1968. Huh, okay. It was done, yeah. Oh, huh, cool. There it is. There you have it. Try that out. Okay. Well, thank you for the call. Yeah, thanks for that bit of uh, You just, bro- well, you just blew this wide open. Yeah. No, I'm digging into this now. Have a lovely evening. You too. Thanks. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. We, we need to... Uh, i got to do the station ID. You're listening to the Goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, in New York City, and Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and online worldwide at WFMU.org. We've just been joined by comedian Eric Bergstrom, Hello. who's extremely well-dressed. We're, are you just happen to be dressed this way? Dapper. In which I'm case, I'll be dress up more to I, be comfortable. I I'm more jealous because I I like you dress a, up sometimes. I dress up a lot of the times, but I dress 
really down when I come here. Yeah. Just so I can. Uh, you don't even have any velvet on tonight. You're just I have in a none. t-shirt and No jeans. one would. Because I don't want to be. I don't want. This way I can get to the station. Incognito. Incognito. Because no one's going to expect me to be walking around like this. But other times you're all to the nines. Oh, full. Yeah. On brand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. When I wear a suit, they. Cars follow you. Taxis yeah. get confused. Exactly they try to right. like go oh, where. It's like. Uh, I feel like a hot lady at like a bar, <laughs> like with the cabs following me. Like, yeah, they're like that guy can afford a ride. Yeah, but, I know what that guy wants. Yeah, yeah but th- you know, what's he walking for? Um, but I, I like that. I, I. Uh, but yes, yeah, this is my sort of catting around look. Uh. Just you know, no one would see it coming. But you look great. Let, yeah. Let's Thank be clear. you. Likewise, meow. Um. What's going on with you, Eric? Um, still going. I'm. What is it? I'm prepping to record an album. Yeah, uh, you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm two re- nights. Two nights. I'm recording an album with Comedy Records, uh, at the Cutting Room in Manhattan, which is uh, but was it Thirty Second Street and Park? They moved. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cutting Room, New York City. It's a classy place. Uh, very classy. Very. It's a beautiful venue. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's going to be on two nights, uh, July 10th and July 11th, uh, 9 p.m. each night. And I'm. Uh, it's going to be me recording. I've, I've been doing stand-up for 11 years now, so it's just going to be all of nice. the best of that in one audio album. Uh, and then it's going to be hosted by uh, the very talented uh, Sean Donnelly, who just did uh, Colbert yep. also and does a cellar. He's hilarious. Uh, and then... Uh, was it like 20 minutes each night uh, by Phoebe Robinson uh, of Two Dope Queens from sure. HBO. Mm. Um, A fellow Clevelander. Mm. Is she? Yeah. Very talented, very She's funny. She's also from the east side of Cleveland. Uh, I'm very lucky to have her opening for me uh, each night. She's a great lady. Excellent. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm trying to get people in July there, 10th. Jul- Attendance mandatory. Or Elsie. To anyone listening, yeah. Or if you don't attend, I will send Danny D to your house <laughs> to DJ only 90s ska music mm. in your home. Uh, but if they're interested, they can Google, uh, was it the cutting room and just Eric Burkstein? NYC. Yeah. Yes. And everyone should go because you're hilarious. I am. And I, <laughs> most comedians. Are garbage. No, yeah. just kidding. Well, that's no, true too. That's true. That's true too. They're garbage no, people if they were they're people. Garbage. <laughs> no, um, but everyone should go. Yeah. I I I'm putting my stamp of approval on it. Not that people need to care what I think about anything, but no, I'm always I'm always right. Let's be clear about yeah, that. Yeah, and people and people look to you for guidance, Dave. They do. It's a lot of pressure. You handle it gracefully. I gotta put some action music on, just let that sink in. Okay. That's better. The number here is 201 209 9368. That's 201 209 9368. July 10th and 11th at the cutting room, Eric Bergstrom. Oh, and I might want to point out, it's, I mean, it's a lot of one liners, but then I, 
uh, was I had cancer, and I'll talk about like cancer. I'll get do some personal stuff. Yeah, I wanted like to ask that. you about that. Uh, it was in the last year I had a, a sister pass away. Like just all kinds of. There's some weird personal stuff I'll talk about too, like life after cancer. But it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You've had an intense. Uh, I was telling reggae expert Greg Wands before the show. You've had an intense couple of years. Yet you lost your sister. And then you got cancer after that. Am I getting this wrong? Uh, the inverse. I had, inverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Both had cancer, bad anyway you slice it. Her. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my goodness. To relate the reggae to you don't cancer. you don't you don't even have to connect it to yeah, reggae. No, oh no, no. But I'm, I'm it's, just gonna say it's that the preferable weird thing about, if you can. Oh yes, <laughs> sure. No, the weird thing. Well, maybe I. The weird thing yeah. about uh, having cancer was I was the one who probably smoked the least pot around me. Mm. Uh, not that, I mean, was it pot and uh, reggae go hand in hand, right? They yeah. do. They seem to. I'm going to let the reggae expert feel that one, but yeah. Well, that's uh, it's so, part of the it's part of the um, part of the Rastafarian culture. Come okay. a little, come Is a little it? closer to the mic. Come oh, on. am I am I hot it's now? Not your first. No, am now hot? you're hot. You're am too far hot? away. Okay. I, I'm white dude in a suit. I don't want to be like uh, come in here and ask, uh, you know, act like I know anything. No, no, no. I, listen, I'm not. You know, he keeps saying expert. I'm just, you know, I'm interested in the culture. Well, but um, of the four of us, he brought. The I records. say, hands I brought the down. records. I brought a. I brought a bunch of 45s. No, so uh, part of um, Rastafarian culture involves marijuana, but it's not really recreational in the same way that you know, like we all sit around and smoke pot. If we do, it's more. It's um, it's more of a like a spiritual kind of. Okay. Meditation, like a sacrament, kind of. Yeah, kind of a sacrament in that way. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of the culture, a lot of the religious part of the culture actually mirrors a lot of, like Christian culture. So it's sort of actually like an, sort of an offering more or less, and sort of a yeah, like a sacrament. Yeah, in that way. So it's it's a bit different. I mean, it's 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 looked at a, a little bit differently. But then you know you get a lot of like college kids hanging out in the dorm room, like listening to Legend and smoking pot too. So it's that can go either way. It's interesting. Yeah. That would be me. You're the, you're the college kid smoking pot, listening to yeah. Well, not the Bob college. Not, legend. I never had yeah. a dorm room scenario, but the smoking pot, listening to Legend. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, every, I think you know. like that Bob Marley Legend record is it's a gateway. It's a gateway. It's a gateway. <laughs> I always sure. feel like if I walk into a restaurant or something that's playing, mm-hmm. I'm always like, these people aren't even trying, <laughs> and I leave. You know what I mean? Like if the music <laughs> is like too. Uh, Obvious. It's accessible. It's a very accessible. So give me a ne- couple levels to because you. I think if the music in a restaurant is super super lazy, then right. I think, well, what's going on in the kitchen? In the kitchen, right? <laughs> Are they going to give a little more? You know, you know what I mean? Go outside the box on the on the menu. Like not to not to not to talk about John Mayer, but there was a restaurant near my apartment. I went in a few times and I. John Mayer kept coming on, and I was like, I can't trust these people. <laughs> you know what the I mean? people to, serving you? To handle my food, if that's what they're playing. These are the decisions that they make. Yeah. It's like, what? I, and, you know, they would they did go out of business. Mm. Mm. You John, tell me. But John oh. Mayer remains. Oh, yeah. Mm. He does. Oh, yeah. Uh, but more about pot and, like, uh, cancer. Like, it does help yeah. with, like, pain, but I didn't like smoking. I really... I, I still love uh, Sour Patch Kid pot edibles. Oh yeah, like yeah, those are delicious. Yeah, and yeah, and I could measure them out. Like um, yeah, and it's more if mellow. If I smoked it, it was always uh, 
It was always wacky. One time, yeah. somebody gave me a firecracker, which was a s'more um, that was, I don't know, had THC in it or whatever. Okay. And what I, does that mean, a firecracker? It's, uh, it was, ju- that's just what they said. It was, a, it was a s'more that was laced with pot. Oh, okay. And somebody handed it to me, and I went to chemo. And I was starving, and I didn't think it was as strong as it was going to be. Ooh, yeah. uh, so I ate all of it, and I got uh, so high at chemo that they had to, uh, I don't know if you know the comedian Greg Stone, he had to, wheel, sure. he had to wheelchair me out of the hospital. I was so high. <laughs> wow. <laughs> did did the did they, uh, nurses and doctors, were they? They laughed at me. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, but no, what what kind of cancer did for the listeners? Uh, I, I had, uh, can uh, you bring uh, I had explain stage how it all uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Wow, that's so intense. I did six months of chemo. Um, it's like one of the more treatable uh, cancers, but it's like I've, it was pretty advanced. So yeah. I have a friend who's going through that right now. Yeah, yeah. Is it uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma? Hodgkin, it's Hodgkin's specifically. Yeah. Is it the? I mean, they told me it was like classic, the kind I had, like the. I guess Hodgkin. there's a few different classic oh, Hodgkins. I know that. I know that the, what one of the things that you know was very obvious. And he's doing great, but the optimistic part is that that, as you said, it's a very treatable form. Yeah, I so, mean, I still yeah. don't know what a lymph node is exactly. <laughs> right. No that, one like, does. No yeah, one's explained that's a mystery. it. It's like it's apparently it's the uh, trash removal of your system, but like, right? I don't know what what stage is he and is he going through just what stage. That I'm not sure about, but I know, like, for instance, so my dad had uh, had cancer as well, um, and they caught it at stage four, but the, he had esophageal, so it was at that point, it was, like, kind of, you know, yeah, it was down the line, like, that was, that was, that was... That's one of the ones that... That's the one you're not really coming back from. Yeah, there's... But, but, so, I mean, you know, the fact that you, that they caught it in stage four with you speaks to the, I guess, the treatability. Yeah, it took, I mean, it took I mean, you look long... great, man. You look oh, good. Oh, thank you very yeah. much. But I mean, yeah. it, it took forever to uh, convince doctors that I was like actually sick. Like, I was telling them like I'm I'm, I'm constantly sleepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm throwing up a lot, and then they mm-hmm. they were just like, they told me to meditate at one point. Wait, that was it. before they discovered the the Hodgkins. They told you to meditate. They told me to meditate. It was seven months of me insisting wow. I was sick, and I had to keep showing up at the doctor's office, and they kept sending me to specialists. Uh, we're just like, oh, I know what's wrong. You have an ulcer, and then it's not an ulcer. Or I, uh, or I, uh, was it had to have a endoscopy and a colonoscopy, and it was there was nothing. I guess that's how you find an ulcer or whatever. Yeah, they did all cut. The part of the problem was also that the was it the lymph nodes that were enlarged were like underneath my clavicle and internal and in my bone marrow, so Ooh, yeah. it was they couldn't. Like clear, I couldn't feel it, and I didn't have proper insurance to just get like a CAT scan, which would have found it right away. Right, mm-hmm. right. Oh man, yep. That's crazy. Like I, I always hear stories. I mean, that happened with with. Uh, I mean, I hear stories like this all the time where they don't, they can't figure out. You got to prove that you it's feel cancer. Well. Like my mother had cancer, and the doctor's like, "No, it's not cancer." And my and my brother. Uh, kept telling them it's cancer and they were like get away shut up shut up mister and he kept telling them like it's definitely cancer run this test run that test and then you know they're like 
listen, you don't know what you're And they, then, of course, they're like, oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and no. it's really scary that uh, you have to keep going back and... Uh, I lost, I, I'm a skinny dude, and I lost 20 pounds in one month, and that's when they started to take me serious. Hmm. But they were like, hey, uh, we haven't given you a CAT scan yet because you're both, too, like, statistically too old and too young to have Hodgkin's lymphoma. Hmm. Like, that was, like, one, apparently that's, like, they... They have a like logical like route chart to like figure out what things are. Uh-huh. So you're out of one window and too too young for the next. Like old people get it and uh-huh. kids get it. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know why even. Wow. And so if you don't so, but you but you're doing well now. I'm doing pretty. I am doing well. Uh, like there's health scares here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh. They, I mean, there's a f- fun fact. They had to put a uh, camera in my pee hole uh, <laughs> about a week ago because I was peeing blood. I th- um, well, well, I, I, I camera think I added ten you. pounds. <laughs> I, I, I think yeah. I, you posted something on Instagram, I think, from this. Yeah, they did that. Uh, it just like I was. I, I don't know not, what it, they don't know what it was. It was it, I mean it wasn't gonorrhea. I got tested eight, five times for gonorrhea during that, and it's like there's just always weird things. Um, what is it? The yeah, I was being dark blood, uh, and the nurse nicknamed me Coca Cola after she saw it. <laughs> so well, they at least they keep things the fun. They do. Yeah. They, they keep, keep it keep real. Keeping it light. Wow. Um. Good times keep on rolling. Yeah. Well, ho- ho- hopefully you'll uh, be <laughs> healthy. And, uh, it's interesting, if nothing else. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I don't either. I, um, don't, I mean, I don't like health troubles, but like. No. At least they are not. I don't know. They're horrible, but they're not completely mundane. No. That it yeah. keeps life interesting, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah that's like, for you. Yeah, like that. Or um, may we, may you live in interesting times? Is oh, yeah, a, right. uh, it's a curse. Like a curse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Chinese proverb. Yeah. Oh boy. Now, if I can, uh, if you're comfortable talking about it. So then, during all this, then your your sister dies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that gets real funky. Uh, uh, Which fun. you don't have to talk about. I, I can I, but, talk about it. Uh, what is it? She. Had four kids in like two different deadbeat days. Oh, I FCC. can't say that. No, no, I'm. We're on the radio. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, did you catch that? I yeah. caught it. Yeah. Okay. No um, swears. But she was under a lot of stress. Uh, tried heroin. Didn't know it was laced with elephant tranquilizers and overdosed. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Okay, what reggae song do you have? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we have to turn this around. But you talk about all... I, the, I mean, the reason I ask... Um, you, you, so you talk about all this stuff during your 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 new al- the album recording that you're Yeah, I'll do. talk about uh, a lot of it. I have a lot more on the cancer stuff than, like... Because uh, with my sister, um, I'm processing it. That's heavy, and, and, and it's like really. There's, mm-hmm. she's got. I have nieces and nephews too. Mm-hmm. With that, uh, with my dad now. Uh, so there's, there's just things. 
These are wow. These Good are, times. You've had a heavy past few, but somehow during all of this, which I think is amazing, not that it uh, lessens any of that stuff, but you've also there's been, uh, you know, a lot of great things as well. Like uh, you did a Comedy Central special, yeah, and, and you did Colbert. So I did Colbert? I did. Um, um, which don't you know? It doesn't make up for. All the horrible stuff. Oh, it's an stuff. equal trade? A fair <laughs> deal? Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, there there was the Bloody Mary mix. That's true. Um, I had a sip. It was all right. But, man, that's intense. Mm. How? Oh, I'm impressed you even showed up. Mm. Oh, no. I, well, no, I mean, it is, depre- um, it is depressing. Some, no, a lot of bad stuff happened after uh, cancer. The... Uh, was it I did, like got engaged to someone that I found out that was a pathological liar that was cheating on me a ton. Uh, I found a note that was like his sister is dead. Uh, Oops, sorry. Why is it so easy? Wait, what? What just happened? That was me. He? Wait, that was you? My phone went off. Oh, that's fun. Apologies. It's alright. No, but I was I was engaged with some girl who was like I, I just found like a she, she left a. What happened was she left for a while. I was in her apartment. I, I was like, hey, I texted like, hey, uh, you know what? I've been like weird, like a little bit like standoffish. Uh, and she was like, yeah, you went through my computer. And it's like, I don't know the password to your computer. I didn't. And she was like, well, why didn't you go through my computer? She wanted you to go through her computer? I didn't understand, and I opened up uh, a journal because, like, that made no sense and, like, found an entry that was just, like, uh, his sister is dead and I'm sleeping around. Why is it so easy to be cruel? Uh, Oh, my gosh. And then uh, just stuff just made, like, about how after chemo uh, I had dark circles under my eyes and she didn't love me. It got fun. So she didn't, uh, oh, my gosh. Gosh. So, that's right. Yeah, have some tea. You're going to need a sip of tea after that, Greg. My point is, um, I'm so, I was just, part oh of what I talk about is, I'm really surprised that my life was worse after cancer. Yeah. In, so, in a lot of ways. So, like, it's just, like, analyzing that and processing. And, like, I'm... I'm dating someone who's much healthier uh, and cool now. I was going to say, if uh, I, I hope if, so. If, if I may, it sounds like you kind of dodged a bullet on that last one. So yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a year and yeah, a half on long the, bullet yeah. on the yeah. Pl- yeah. on That's... the plus side. Yeah, but but so so this person, not to dwell on it, but so she, her hope was that she would that you would open her computer and read this these horrible things and rather I than get out, but like she... to take the responsibility off herself, basically. I don't know, but yeah. she also wanted to break me down, too. It, it was all kinds of weird things, and she was like, she just lied a lot. Mm. Oh I can't gosh. I can't say exactly. Uh... Name and address. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the address is disgustingly oh nice, so that's, mm. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's like a... That that's a hat trick of horrible things. Mm-hmm. Um, to make a, I try to make a hockey reference whenever possible. Quite two minutes for looking so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, that's, that's yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. And but you talk so you talk about all this stuff in in your new yeah pro, but there's going to be a lot of um, so I mean there's going to be like a lot of my favorite like one liners and, right, and right. jokes but like there's going to be some personal stuff too that's just dark that out. I have to weave throughout and it's not uh-huh. um, I guess I should I, maybe I'll plug uh, from July. Second until July sixth, I'll be doing some working out of and workshopping of things at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island City at seven p.m. each night. Uh, I'm certain that the fourth of July will be jam packed with people. So we always, do, a, always a good night to schedule a show. Absolutely. That's a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a bit of a. Bit of a calendar buff. Yeah, yeah it's only next. Also, it's, it's only next week. Though. Yeah, it's so not. An, it's it's not really showing off any great skill. Should we? Dare we answer this phone call that's on hold? I can't wait. Um, hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave, it's Joel. Joel, are you, Joel? Are you? Are you? Are you calling from the boiler room? Uh, no, nah, I don't start till twelve. I'm in my car. You're in your car, J- Joe. Uh, you know, I was just talking. Joel, I was talking about you the other day that you hadn't called in a while. Joel, Joel is a, uh, I would say, a, a favorite caller of the show. We haven't heard from him in a while. How nice are things going? So. How are things going? Things are great, man. Things are great. I'm, I'm actually, uh, <clears throat> I'm glad I have you guys pick your brains. I, I had a couple questions about stand-up comedy. Okay. And uh, I guess I called the right place, but I. I also wanted to mention something about uh, ska and reggae. Uh, I prefer ska. Mm-hmm. But like the Scatolites, they're old stuff. To, and this is to the reggae expert. I'm sorry, I forget your name, sir. Uh, but, Greg. Uh, the Scatolites, they really didn't have uh, words or, you know, singing. It was more like instrumental, right? Mm-hmm. Hello? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're here. He was, he uh, was agreeing with you. Yeah. My- oh, Okay. And, and I was just going to put in my two cents, like, I, I hate, I, I like traditional ska, but I hate when they mix it with, like, heavy metal or punk, you know? Um, you would have I mean? hated the 90s. Mm-hmm. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. Although my favorite ska band, have you ever, I can't, I don't know if I can say their name or not, the, the Chinkies, have you heard them? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know of them. From San Francisco, like yeah. a lot of Asian social justice, like yeah, yeah. they it really sharp songs too. Yeah. yeah, good music. Yeah, no, there's there's a rich tradition over the years or the decades. Sharp like skinheads against racial prejudice. Um, yeah. or you just mean sharp like intellectually uh, stimulating? The the latter. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, they were. I mean, they were anti-prejudice. Right. And intellectually stimulating, and it was good music. If I may continue on my high horse, like I, I don't like like these Irish bands either, because Irish music is also great, like tr- the traditional. But then they mix it with punk and just throw in some noisy guitars, and to me that just makes it worse. So like fast drum beats, you know. It's just, like if I want to hear that, I'll listen to metal or punk. I, you know what I mean? I don't sure. Know, that's, that's my personal preference. We're but, not going to uh, fight you on this. Mm-mm. But yeah. um... I guess back to the stand-up comedy, I'm considering, you know, doing uh, some of that myself. And But more like uh, Mel Brooks used to say, like a stand-up philosopher, 
you know, from history to world. Sure. And I, I understand that you have to be funny. You can't just go up there. I mean, uh, like spoken word, you know, I mean, if you're playing to a comedy crowd, they expect to, to be amused as well, you know. Um, so they say. Mm-hmm. You could. I've made a, I've made a whole career of disagreeing with that. <laughs> <laughs> what being funny, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've paid the rent for years by not even spitting in the face trying. of that logic. Yeah. Mm. Well, here, here's my my question: In, in this current uh, political climate, um, I, I guess I'm concerned. You know, I have a state job. I'm not going to say who I work for, but you know, if you say something that's kind of controversial or even, you know, considered sexist or racist or homophobic. I mean, of course, it depends who's saying it, you know, whether it's okay or not. But, I mean, I could see that, like, somehow affecting my my employment, you know what I mean? I mean, is that is that like a real concern or uh, getting blacklisted, say? Um, I don't know if you can say blacklisted, technically. Um, that's a joke. Uh... <laughs> Well, I'm. I mean, for you it may be. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I would uh, watch. Be careful with your Twitter account. Yeah. Well, no, I don't have one. No Ambien. So. Mm-hmm. No. Right. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't <laughs> take Ambien and go on Twitter. Nope. Yeah. To me, that seems so unfair. I mean, it was uh, an ill-advised thing that Roseanne said, and I've never been a fan of hers anyway. But all those people now who are out of work because of her one. You know, oh no, no! They're off. They're bringing it. Yeah, she, they're bringing the, the show back the, without her. Right? They're bringing the show back without. Everyone's going to be fine. But what's uh, going? Is okay. she? Did they say? They'll probably be canceled for lack of uh, viewership. No. Well, well, you know, they will lose a lot. Some viewers of that because I think they did have kind of um, viewers across the uh, political spectrum. I guess. Mm-hmm. So the new one will probably not be the mm. case. Um, no big loss, really. But, but uh, yeah, I don't know. So, I, I mean, just as long as you are uh, a little sexist and racist and not funny, I think that your <laughs> job should be safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to try and make it funny. I, I hate to give away, like, my secret, because I know there's a lot of, uh, not secret, but my plan, there's a lot of... Uh, yeah. in uh, the stand-up world, right? Like, people steal jokes from each other. Or, or it happens. I don't know. Would you say there's a lot of it? I, I would say that there's more... Um, people sometimes have the same ideas. Like, like parallel thinking. Parallel thinking. Um, yeah. I, f- I find that with music, too. Like, I, I'll come up with what I think is a great, you know, line, like a, a rhyme or something, you know, and then you hear it in some other song, or even a riff. And I mean, that ha- I guess that happens. But uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking of starting the show with would be like me walking with a, a huge sign, like a like six by four, you know, poster board or something like that, like with a disclaimer on it, you know, saying that you know the following or is uh, not the opinion. I, I'd have to word it properly, but say that like the names have been changed. Uh, you, that not, you're going to no, carry like, this sign on answer. stage? I'm sorry? You're going to carry this sign on stage? Yeah, at the very beginning of the show, like saying, you know, any real or uh, 
any events or, or people similarities to actual people or events are strictly coincidental. You, you've seen that, like at the end of most, almost every television show, I think has that. You know, and uh, you know, because a lot of what I'm going to do are stories about myself or real people or you know relationships and things like that. And uh, a lot of it might even be considered criminal. I don't know some of the stories I'm telling. And criminal. Like I said, between the uh, sign and the criminal stuff, I'm in. Yes. I want to come to this. <laughs> yeah. Double down. Yep. Come for the sign. Stay, stay for, for the, the criminal. <laughs> yeah. Stay for the confession. Stuff. Yeah. For the illegality. Yeah. Well, it's that. That would be like the stick, really. But uh, like with a nod and a wink. But I mean, it might actually, you know, keep me out of trouble. I'm, who knows? It's it's. I'm just kicking these ideas around. But I have so many stories. Uh, not necessarily from my own life, but certainly the lives of people I know, and of course my own life too. That I think would, I, I think other people would enjoy hearing them too. You know. I think you have to for get started on the sign first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, uh, I work on my penmanship. I support this endeavor. Mm-hmm. I don't Absolutely. know where. Absolutely. Yeah. Get in. I, uh, state employees with secret plans. <laughs> I like it. That's the fir- that's the album title. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got a nice ring to it, actually. Yeah. That's really, th- wow. You well, want to hear uh, my album? Actually, the reason I called, too, I wanted, I figured I'd talk to James. Usually he answers instead of putting you right on hold. And I was hoping to get uh, the address <clears throat> so I could send something, uh, I could send my CD to Dave, or really to the, the whole station. Oh, the address is on the website at wfmu.org. Okay. okay, I figured that. You want to hear the title of my album? Sure, why not? Too Black Sounding. I like Eric's t- uh That was a solid d- title. The Eric's title a little better. That had <laughs> That's strong to it. Well, that could be the title of the comedy album. This, this is a musical project. I'm, I got oh, you have a musical project, too. Oh yeah, that's that's my real thing. You I really buried the lead. Guitar, yeah. And, yeah. Are you black? No, I'm not. But that's what the record companies tell me when they shoot me down. Hmm. Really? Huh? How? That you sound too black? Yeah. Hmm. When no, you that's sing? Too, but that's uh, it's actually a line from uh, American Psycho, where they're talking about the Huey Lewis album, and he says, "Oh, it's too black sounding." Now Which I'm getting comfortable. Itself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are just about out of time. Hey, thank you for having me on. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Joe. And I uh, hope things are... Uh, how, how are you otherwise? Great, man. Great. S- staying healthy? Yeah, yeah. Clean good. living, man. Good, good. Proud of you. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks for calling. Keep reading American Psycho. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, we really covered a lot of ground in that call. Great yeah. call. Mm-hmm. Wow. Would that count as being a prop comic if he goes up with a sign? I I would argue the lo- the 4 by 6 sign. Yeah, it'd be a prop, wouldn't it? I would say so. Yeah. There's a niche for that. Yeah. I would like to see see this uh this set he's described. <laughs> I feel good about it. Yeah. I don't know. The number is 201-209-9368. We're here with Eric Bergstrom, who's taping his new album, July 10th and 11th, 
at the Cutting Room in New York City. Nice. Reggae expert Greg Wands. Should we should we put on a reggae jam and uh, you can weigh in your feelings? Sure. About it? I mean, um, I don't know a lot of reggae, but me I, neither. I, I'm happy to. Me neither. That's what this is about. Well, Joe Perra was on a few weeks ago. Somehow we got to discussing reggae. And uh, we decided that this year should be my reggae year, that I, where I try to get into reggae. Is he a reggae guy? You know Joe, right? Yeah, he's just a gay guy. I don't think... He's not gay. Guy. <laughs> 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 he's a reggae guy. Okay. Um, I don't think he's a reggae, reggae guy that I'm aware of. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. James, you're a, you're a reggae guy, right? I'm a legend in the... Smoking, smoking weed, listening to the legend kind of level. Okay, but introductory reggae. Yeah, the gateway. Let's see what I'll leave it on. I'll Hello, both, both, both of the gateway drugs. Yeah. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, how you doing? Really great. Who, who's calling? This is John. John, uh, where are you calling from? New Jersey. Where in New Jersey? Homedale. Homedale. Yeah, Homedale. Yeah. Isn't that that where the uh? The art center. Is. Yeah, Homedale yeah, Art yeah, Center. The superintendent, the the guy yep, Caught it. I caught the swear. No swearing. Nope. Yeah, sorry about. I that. know you caught yourself, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, a guy pooped on your track? Is that a euphemism? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My my high school, my high school. Yeah. Yeah. The superintendent of a rival school. Um, for a month, he came to our school. He came to our football field, and he took a dump on our track. Wait, can you can you speak up it. a little bit? Oh uh, sure. Um, Bring a little more heat. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I got you. Um, so, I, I go to Homedale High School. Uh, You're I'm currently in high school. Yeah, and um, what year are you? I'm a senior now. Okay. Yeah, so the so. the superintendent of the rival school, a grown yeah. man. Mm-hmm. A grown man <laughs> with grown forties or something. I, I mm-hmm. don't know. A, f- a, a man, grown man in his forties, was getting in his car and going to the rival high school in in uh, our our high school. Your your high school. A rival a rival school school district superintendent came to my high school every morning for like a month at like five in the morning, and he would he would uh like you know I don't know defecate like. All over our track. All over oh, your track. Muck. How did they catch him? Um, eventually, some. I mean, like someone noticed, and like they, you know, they caught on. To they put up cameras every day. There was, there was, you know, there was yeah. poop on our track. And it's so, a pattern. Um, our our uh, school like security officer, he set, set up a GoPro underneath one of the bleachers. Wow. Uh. And they, they caught him. Would he wipe? He, he <laughs> put a GoPro underneath one of the bleachers. No, but the, the superintendent though would he wipe? I d- oh, oh, I have no idea. I hope so. Yeah, I. That's what I always wonder. Like, uh, I can you know these, like in Canada, someone, uh, someone took a dump and it was caught on video. So they took a dump in Tim Hortons. Really? <laughs> I saw that. The but I up think it's the counter. And then she picked up the uh, the excrement. And threw it at some guy making minimum wage at Tim Hortons. Oh, this went viral. I do kind of uh, vaguely the, remember this. Just a few weeks ago. Right. So what happened to the uh, the superintendent? 
So he went to trial, like, uh, I think a few weeks ago. And um, I'm it's not sure. St- I, I know he was, like, fired. Um, I would hope so. It's a stain on his permanent record. I see what you did there. Yeah. They're uh, stronger. Was, they should go to Skid Row. Ah. Yes. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> what? This must... Um, look, what, super... Oh, man, I gotta look this up. What is the, what is the charge for something like okay, that? Okay, okay. Look, look, uh, I think it was, like, indecent um, exposure or right. something. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Track and field poop mystery solved <laughs> after New Jersey superintendent caught in the act. Police say they show the track. Oh, they just show a track. It's not the track. But they they just a use the file for okay. Well, I mean, we only have one track. Though. They don't show the... Kenilworth. Thomas Tramig- Tramiglini was placed on paid leave. Paid leave? That's not so bad. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, apparently they couldn't fire him, so... Mm. I mean, they couldn't, like, outright fire him, so they had to pay him to leave the school. Sounds like he won that round. Yeah. I, I, you know, I would agree with you. I would agree. Dave, you're joggers, or sometimes, like, when you're you're running, you get everything kind of all mixed up, and you just gotta go? Yeah, but you know what I do in that situation? I use the restroom. Mm-hmm. No, no kidding. The the we have porta potties. We have like it, 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 like even like nice nice porta potties, not like the gross porta potties. Like thirty feet away from the track. I think this guy was trying to send a message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think, it, Eric? It, it, it must. I, I, yeah, think, I think I personally think like this, this is this is a rivalry that has been brewing for like thirty L- years. Literally. Was he a yeah. football guy or a track? I bet guy. when he was a teenager, yeah. he he lost a game to our town. And then, and then from there, he just knew exactly what he had to do. So he's just full of rage and poop. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's fine. Forty-two-year-old of Madam, where's Madawan? Madawan's like fifteen minutes away from, from down him. down the Parkway. How close is it to this station? Oh, uh, where Forty-five minutes. Oh, uh, we don't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to keep moving. But um, how many days did he do this? Yeah. Yeah. This is a good Around question. Thirty. 30, 30 really? days. He's a very regular man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the impressive part. To get up that early and be ready to just let loose. See, I, I, I can barely get up at 6 to catch my bus. This guy got up every day at 5 to take to take a dump on my track. I mean, you can't fault his, uh, his school spirit, his pride. Dedication. Yeah. He asked for and was granted a paid leave of absence. Anyway, I, I wanted to ask for advice. Oh, you, you wanted advice? I, yeah, I did. I got a little sidetracked. Um, well, don't so do I, that. I have, I have my driver's <laughs> test tomorrow. And I have no idea how to parallel park. Okay. Do, and anyone have any insights? I think you can get away with failing one thing at the test, and they'll you know still let you go through. So. Are you are you supposed like, to I, know I feel, how to parallel park? I feel fine park? about everything else. It's just, they'll I have... Mean, I can parallel park, but it's hard to describe visually. You might want to just go online and Google how to parallel park, uh, and the was it the rules of thumb of like what proportions you need to look at through your I back it's window like, it's like and when to start. Degrees. Yeah, I I mean I I know how to physically do it, but like they'll have two cones set up twenty five feet apart. You'll be fine. You know what I heard? Like, my 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 plan is. Of, of right, as of right now, is to wake up really early and just, just like, 
go for it like for for like an hour and until until I figure it out and then yeah practice yeah yeah and you'll be in the rhythm do you know yeah, somebody who can parallel park who can help you sure. yeah 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 my uh, my girlfriend is is coming over and she's going to teach me she's going to oh. show me well there you go yeah in good hands you know what my friend told me and I've tried it and sometimes it actually works is you line up your car with the car and f- that you're going to be parking behind you but right okay. next to it straighten out your wheel then you back up halfway the length of the car and then you cut the wheel towards the curb to- towards the curb mm-hmm. as hard as you can all the way i, th- yeah. I think so it, yeah it's like a really sh- it's like a really like sharp turn yeah and then it just it drops you in there and once, right, well, once the nose is clear like, of the tail, then you cut it back. Then you cut it back, and then next thing you know, uh, it might have worked out. I don't honestly don't know. All right. Well, I don't know. I've never called into a radio station before, but well, I wanted to. Um, so. it was a strong call. There was poop on the track. Mm-hmm. We we learned something. Yeah. And we're wishing you the best yeah, of luck. Yeah. Good out luck there. tomorrow, man. Go yeah. get them. Thank you. You yeah. got this. Yeah. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to sleep. Have a nice night, guys. All right. You Bye-bye. Too, man. Wait, you're not... There's 15 minutes left. Oh, well, he's got to get rest. Kids he's got, he's today. Got a big, he's got a big tomorrow. day tomorrow. That's right. That's Is very, it too late to should. say that superintendent had the runs? Uh, <laughs> the uh, See, sometimes you've got to let it just... Uh-huh. <laughs> nicely done. Ferment a little. Nicely done. Let's see what these are. We, we're really... From... We're covering a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. Is this is this Jimmy, the pride of Carney? It's Jimmy. Yeah. How you doing? Great. You're you're on with Eric Bergstrom, reggae expert. Cool. Greg Wan. Hey, Eric. Hey, how you doing? And, and then uh, Gary. Greg. How are Greg. you? How you doing, man? Good. But how are you? But and Dez, how are you, buddy? Hey, Jimmy. What's so, going on, Jimmy? Eric, I'm sorry about all you've been through, but I hope you can turn that stuff into some, you know, some art. Oh, I will mm-hmm. not. <laughs> no, yeah. thank you very much. Well, that's that's a, the whole world of crap to go through, but... Thank you. you. Know. But, uh... <clears throat> so, yesterday was my, uh... birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, yeah. yeah man. Thank you, thank you. Even though I have the emotional growth of perhaps a 17-year-old, I think I'm still moving in the right direction. Okay. Okay. You know? Well, you're well I mean, in certain me. things, I have Thank the emotional growth of a 17-year-old. and other things, I can compartmentalize, and I'm a little bit, you know, more mature. But, you know, the bright side is I'm not going backwards. Yeah. You know, because I could be nine, you know, like Trump or something. Sure. And that would be, that would be even worse. How no. old did you turn? Excuse me, I'm sorry. How, uh, how old are you? I'm 55, unfortunately. 55. You don't look yeah. it. You look. You look great. Double. Minutes. I never thought that I'd be. Uh, I never really thought I'd make it to senior citizenship. I really thought I was going to swallow my tongue in my 30s, early 40s. Swallow but your tongue. What? What would cause that? From. Well, I don't think you can much. really do it, but it's a euphemism for, like, having a heart attack or a stroke. You, okay. can, you, you can do it if you uh, drink too much, lay on your back, throw up, mm-hmm. and then uh, your tongue yeah. goes down. Oh, so like it. a John Bonham situation? Mm. 
I don't, I'm not First. certain about that, um, but yeah. Okay. No, it, I had a psychiatrist that told me it would be better if you threw up when you drank because I just drank ungodly amounts of alcohol mm. and never, never vomited. But I got that mostly in the past, too, so. Good. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to check in. Um, Listen. You know, you know what song that I thought was Bob Dylan trying to touch on reggae off of Infidel's uh, Joker Man? Oh, yeah, you I ever, think so. If you ever listen yeah. to that in the future, like, it's got a little faster-type tempo, but the guitar, you know, the rhythm guitar is kind of moving towards, uh, you know, reggae. It's funny. My girlfriend had that on in the car the other week, actually, and I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Jimmy, this has all got me thinking. You know, as anyone who's listened to the show before is well aware... You have the voice of an angel. Ah, uh, you're too kind. And it it seems like whenever you call, it it, it, it would just it would just be a shame to to not get at least a few bars of something. Yeah, you know, sure, sure. With, with everything that's going on out there, I'm feeling a little Brechtian, and I was going to do it last week, and I I went more with a Irish drinking song. But yeah, let me. I'm gonna just put the phone out a little bit. Yeah, please. Yeah, let it breathe a little bit, and yeah. just. Uh, you know, it's going to be more rough, because it's more like a Kurt Vile type thing. All right. Well, let's just, yeah, don't... Smith accuses Jones of things which only Smith may perpetrate. But the ending's happy when... Oh, we lost him. That is too... we got to get these phones fixed. I'm sorry, every week I, I keep meaning to do it, but it just gets away from me. He was good. Yeah, let's do a lightning. He, you heard it. Mm -hmm. You heard it, Eric. It was. That's I'm, the stuff. That is stuff. Mm -hmm. I, Jimmy, if you're out there, please try calling back because we would love to hear some more. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, Peter from Glenridge. Calling. Peter from Glenridge. You know, uh, commenting on that uh, pooper intendant that you were talking about, I, mm -hmm. I'm nice. glad to hear he's back in the news because I was wondering what happened to him. You know, because I heard that uh, the camera was actually, he was actually defecating under the bleachers. And, and the camera was set up by the squat team. Uh, hey. Wait, what, what was that? Wow. The line's breaking up. Well, squat I'm team. sorry, we, oh, we've got to get these phones fixed. Maybe <laughs> Hello, you're on the air. <laughs> Am I on the air? Is this, is this Carrie from Brooklyn again? Yeah, you t I'm, I'm doubling down. You're doubling. Yeah, yeah, this is I was doubling down. Dame or whatever. Yeah. I'm making it two women callers. Remarkable. Both personalities. <laughs> what what what's what's happening? Um, yeah, I don't know. There were just so many jokes in there on that last one. Right? It was a. Uh, I think he's still skid marks on the track. Well, we are. You guys missed like eight jokes there. Eric are, already said he's on Skid Row now. Yeah. So we, there's a wealth of material. <laughs> yeah, we he, missed. He, he nailed it. My apologies that I wasn't uh, prepared for. No, I think that, I, well, I think you kept it nice. The late hour. I was fine after the the uh, the eleven o'clock hour. It's hard to keep that after sitting here for hours. Just keep that that reflex. Yeah, it's um, tricky. You know, so don't beat yourself up. Okay. <laughs> uh. 
You you brought a lot of heat tonight. Mm-hmm. So don't 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 give yourself a hard time mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. What's what's on your mind, Carrie? Since you last called. Um. Oh, did you see Super Chunk in the park? Because I know you have this like thing on on Instagram where you have a, a, a guitar challenge. I have a, a I uh yeah, I have an ongoing competition in every way with uh, Jason Arducey who plays bass with Super Chunk. Um, I did see them. I saw them for the first time in Crossroads Park on Thursday. I was there too. Oh my god. I was there with my kids and now they love, they think they love Super Chunk. They like mention it in casual conversation. Did you watch um, Amy Mann? Yeah, totally. She was great too. I I, I caught the end of Jonathan Colton. He was great. So, like, in the music. Oh yeah. Have you ever heard that Super Chunk cover of Say My Name, Say My Name? No. They do Destiny's no. Child? They do a Destiny Child, Destiny's Child cover oh, really? that I really like. Huh. Really? Yeah, it's fun. Ooh, I don't think I've awful. heard it. Do they do it, like, fast? In a yeah, pop they do pop? it fast, yeah. Wow. Is, that, is Say My Great. Name, that's not where they talk about automobiles, is it? No, I think it's just about uh, somebody cheating on... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, figuring it out. She will that Beyonce might say you th- something about automobiles. Are you thinking there? of no scrubs? I mean, no. sometimes those pop songs can really like that just seem so light and whatever. You sing it without even realizing, and then someone else does it. And like when Justin Bond, as Kiki, did um, "Hit Me, Baby," or was it "Kick Me, Baby" one more time? Hit me, baby, me. one more time. Right? But. <laughs> Like it says, walking down the middle of the table, kicking all the drinks off. Like mm. had a whole. It, now that's all I can think of when I hear that song. Oh, you know. Sure. Wait, automobiles. Oh, that's in the song "Bills, Bills, Bills." I just ran a check on mm. that. There you go. I like that Beyonce song "Irreplaceable," which I've discussed in the past. Mm-hmm. Do you know it? I don't know if I know it. Oh, I'm glad you asked. I do have it. It's got a nice melody. I'm certain Mm -hmm. I've heard it, but I don't know it by name. Well, you're in for a real treat. (laughs) Sort of teaches a lesson. It's not reggae. You, you, female reggae. You know it, right? Oh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Are you playing it? Oh yeah, you can't hear it. Well, you know how it goes. Okay, I know. Oh, I love that piano. Oh, so right now that, I'm talking over the music and I don't even realize it. it? It's okay. I was just I was just reminding the world of Irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. I think I've told this story on the program before, but the first time I heard Irreplaceable, some friends were playing it at a, like a variety show, and I thought that I had never heard it before, and I thought they wrote it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> they've done it. They're on the way. They have no idea they've written a, ma- a mass. And they were just playing it on acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh. They have no idea what I've hit. And so afterwards, I was like, you guys, that's one of the best songs I've ever heard. Ah, <laughs> and they said, yeah, Beyonce. It's a Beyonce song, Dave. I do really <laughs> like covers, though. Yeah. Like, there's, uh, I mean, it's never the original, but it's always like... Uh, I guess I've been listening to a lot of was it that Puddles Pity Party that oh, giant yeah. clown. Oh, I yeah. love so Puddles. I saw him in Philly about a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Puddles is great. 
The Sound of Silence and uh, his cover of Creep. and yeah. It's just enjoyable. I want to see that Puddle's Pity Pop. Does he, does he just do the songs, or is there more besides that? The performance aspect There's is beautiful performance. as well. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, great. Yeah. He was on America's Got Talent. Oh, was he? Was he? Uh-huh. he? He doesn't speak, though, does he? He just does the songs, right? Not when he's dressed as a clown. No. Yeah. yeah. No. He does. A, but he's also a man. No oh, he's in a life. Man. He's living quite, a he's life. He's quite a man. Yeah, he does. Uh, I think he does. I want to say it's like in Tennessee or something. He does like a once a year Elvis extravaganza oh. performance as, as himself. No, just as whatever. Just big, whatever his name uh, is. Yeah, yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's a. I fell in love with that guy, uh, with Puddles. He he did. Uh, I started a joke by the Bee Gees. Yeah, and that's it, great. I've too. heard him. Do, yeah, and it I've looks like that. he's, he just looks like he's set up at a mall or something, and mm-hmm. and uh, it's really <laughs> awesome. Who's that? It's on YouTube. Was it Mike Patton, the guy from Oh Fifth Number? Yeah, Fifth Number. Yeah. He did the yeah, yeah, yeah. Joke too. I like that one. Yeah, the that was a great was version. Yeah. yeah, Mike Patton's amazing, man. He does all kinds of. Yeah, he's yeah. a talent. Yeah, he really is. That can't be debated. We 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 have just a few minutes left. We didn't get to near nearly. The reggae jams I wanted. Should we play one more? Play, we'll play us out on some reggae. But then we got then we're then yeah, we're gonna we're have out. to talk over the whole oh. thing. But we could do it. Sure. Because I gotta do. I gotta thank you guys and we're wow. wasting time. We let's put it on. Let's put Which it on. Which turntable? All right, turntable three. Turntable three. Throw that on. Do it. Turn. T- oh, the, we hear Get Jesse coming in. Get it cooking. All right. What is this? This is Gregory Isaac's uh, Night Nurse. Classic. Gregory Classic. Isaac's. Yeah, bringing it down. Oh my god. A bit of a slow jam. <laughs> there we go. Gregory Isaac. Yeah, this will send us off right. What's it called? Night Nurse. Tell her try your best just to make it quick. This is sounds like um I don't know about that. Do you know what I'm talking the keyboards? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we we can't even get in this. We have two minutes left. Yeah. You've been listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU, East Orange, WMFU, Mount Hope, in New York City, in Rockland County, at 91.9 FM, and online worldwide at WFMU.org. Yeah. I want to thank Ray. Will you come back, reggae expert Greg Wong? I'd love to. I, I apologize. To. We didn't. It's been a In treat. all the excitement, we didn't get to that many reggae but we had a Jams. great. We had a great time. We had, which is most oh. important. No, I mean it's the it's about the whole night. And um, Eric Bergstrom, thank you for thank you me. so much, and yeah. and uh, and everyone. July tenth and eleventh, cutting room, in New York City. Yeah, they could probably find um, my uh, Twitter is just uh, Eric Bergstrom E R I K underscore Bergstrom B E R G S D R O M. They, I, I just realized that's the easy was, easiest way to find that, probably. Yeah, and it's at 8 o'clock? 9. 9 o'clock. And it's you with with uh, two other great comedians, Sean Donnelly and Phoebe Robinson. It's going to be exciting. Go both nights, I would say. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's and that is Bellini's. a Tuesday and a Wednesday. It is. Nice. Calendar expert. Calendar man. Yep. Jesse's up next. Jesse, do you like reggae? 
Oh, then you would. You should talk to reggae expert Greg Wands. <laughs> Do you like comedy? No. You you don't? That's tough. No, oh, you're oh, a monster. Comedy's dead, huh? Oof. Comedy is dead. Oh, comedy is dead. Oh man. And death is comedy. That's right. True. There yeah. you have it. Yeah. Well, thanks, you guys. Both come back soon. Hey, thanks for thank having you. us. Thank you. Des, thank you. See you next week, everyone. Get tested. <laughs> what, what number? Oh, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Good night, Carrie. Turn table one. Hey, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. I'm the king of forgetting people are on the phone. That's my trademark. Okay, here we go. Is it? Just, I, just, just leave it. Oh.